What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover the seven hottest comics coming out of Jump week to week to week. I'm your host, Eagle. I'm Kiko. I'm Noxie. And uh, with that being said, I would just like to say, Discord link is in the box down below, as always. That'll be in the link tree in the description. Follow that link and come join the community and kick it. Hopefully soon with the pace we've been on we'll be reaching our first 100 subscribers and we will be doing our first community event with uh which we'll be updating the details about the whole thing in the actual discord itself so if you want to get you know further information on that follow the link come join the community come kick it and uh also we just we really would like to say we appreciate the viewership up to this point and all the feedback and, and constructive criticism we've already been able to kind of refine the way in which we want to go about doing this and and our technique in it so much appreciated domo arigato and with that all being said i think uh just briefly uh how you guys feeling about all these chapters amazing still good yeah still still good. <laughs> cheeks at one piece ain't you know here this week but Hey, man's got to have a break, man. He earned it. He earns his breaks, as I say. Uh, also, uh, we're on Spotify and Anchor now. Oh, we are oh. on Spotify and Anchor. I forgot to yeah, say that. That'll, that'll also be in the link tree. In the link on tree. On Anchor, that'll Spotify, soon to be iTunes, other plat- uh, other platforms for podcasts, yeah. iHeart, stuff like that. Yeah, Stitcher. Everybody at work can has no excuses now. So you can all see <laughs> Your data is fine. Yeah. Get it cracking. Yeah, dude. So with that being said, I think we can uh, we can jump right into chapter seventy four of Jujutsu Kaisen, Hidden Inventory Part Ten. All right, hey, I'll I'll take point on this one. Um, I mean, I would like to jump towards the end of the chapter because <laughs> right, it's better. Yeah. But let's just start yeah. at the beginning. Let's be patient. Let's you know, yeah. let's take a look here. Well, you yeah. know, we got this time vessel associate representative guy. You know, on the shady shit you know and uh yeah. you know yeah you gotta you know have have a shady guy in the in the shadows or else it's going to be a shonen manga right you know and so uh, your deal isn't complete without some shady dude in the suit but he really yeah. came out of nowhere though like actually yeah. like bro and he's got this big ass fucking like boil on his forehead like bro <laughs> go to the doctor like get that shit fixed you got all this money like you look sick <laughs> bro, bro, that's yeah. You get that looked at. Look like you <laughs> ran into a door. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it makes you the conversation that they have makes you kind of like wonder what's going to happen with like Tengen, right? Because they're talking about how they want to uh, like disrupt his like metamorphosis like process and like feed him like impure cursed energy or impurities of some kind. I don't remember what the translation said, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the way I kind of took it is that they were going to replace, you know, the vessel with a fake vessel or whatever for him to merge with or something. I mean, that's yeah. what it sounds like to what me. What does that mean for the for the current story arc? Because it, I don't think, I mean, well, like we were saying uh, in a previous episode, like he's either gotten a new vessel or he's still waiting for one. But now this chapter lets us know that he probably got a fake one, in which case he could turn into... Well, um, Amonai was his vessel. Was, yeah, and then, but she's dead. Yeah, and yeah. so I think that means that there is no vessel. They're about to 
come up with some fake vessel or some kind of yeah that's right you know some replication or whatever maybe of her or something to and i i, I don't know i mean it's hard to say with the information that we got but uh right you know uh young money in the suit you know with the cigarette <laughs> <laughs> he says uh if master tengen goes berserk humanity will be destroyed you know he that, does right? say that he you does do know if this this man goes off like we're it's fucked over here with. it's over so, with who knows you know our, our boy you know gojo might not might have something to say about that we'll see you know, uh, know when we get there but i wonder yeah. what tengen looks like uh I, i'm picturing maha zoldic yeah uh <laughs> Kind of me too, and yeah, and I'm actually, yeah. I, and I'm yeah, picturing yeah. like so the most current chapter I could find of Sinbad that's translated has Magoi manipulation to like the fullest extent, and it turns him like one of the assassins, like the head assassin dude that taught Jafar, is like some fucking skeleton bone guy. Like it sucks, like all like the I don't know, like really thick, and, and he just I don't know is goes that's what off. happens when you're the tightest Magoy user, or yeah, use, like when you, you use too much. No, when you can fully like attain the highest level of Magoy manipulation, your body will like evolve into. I mean, An it's old just person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just I guess like extreme like you're you're light but you're strong it's like that the muscles are all like super defined but your skin i don't know like it's not a skeleton Sinewy but, and like yeah yeah that's that that's kind of what i i picture him you know crib yeah. keeper ass you know right yeah you know yeah, master master tangan's on hbo having you ta- you know a story of the night you know but uh <laughs> yeah dude but yeah so i don't i you know we'll, we'll see when that comes but um i mean hey we can we can really jump to well i mean before we even you know get there you know fushiguro and uh you know this other suited um guy I remember his Ooh, name yeah i can't remember his name either and we have seen him before i i feel like um but regardless they have some kind of past relationship because you're talking about how um, hey, let's go out to eat. Let's celebrate. Yeah, we just yeah. You know, you know. And you he's can like, just tell that they like vibe and like click with each other. Yeah, but and and the suited guy says to him like, hey, you know, we fuck with each other. But I told you the only ways we were ever gonna fuck with each other for real was either in business or in hell. So that like, was such I'm, a good quote. I'm not going to lunch with you, but <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. you know, we're still cool, you know. Yeah. But like that's that's that like we're business partners and that's that so that was super tight and then you basically get to see them go their own ways and when fushiguro does our man's and them sitting there right on some ready. michael myers like you say <laughs> gojo's gojo's just ready in the black suit like all right Dude. long time i ain't seen you for a little bit buddy right <laughs> <Sashi Shaking. Mirana. laughs> yeah. like what, what's going on like what, what, what's next yeah yeah and uh fushiguro is you know, I'm very surprised to see yeah. that Gojo is alive, and uh, you know, Gojo shows shows him like, "Hey, like where you stabbed me, that shit's clean. I'm good now." You know, yeah. And and he starts explaining how his ability works, or or what really transpired. It's more even more so than his ability than. Um, uh, well, the explanation that he the explanation that he gave was how Juryoku or cursed energy is like ran by like negative vibes or like negative so like when he like doubled like when he he said that he stopped fighting after he crushed his throat so like after he hit him with the inverted spear of heaven and sliced his jugular or whatever he was like all right i'm just gonna stop fighting i'm gonna focus all of my the last of my willpower basically or whatever the last of my energy into doubling my negative output once that happened it's it added 
positive energy, mm-hmm. you know, um, which then he, he said, I guess, you know, heals him. You know what I mean? So like the negative energy, what he was explaining, it, it mitigates damage. So like you can use that to like strengthen your your defenses. So that's kind of like the circuit is closed, like kind of situation where like, okay, like impact or, or whatever kind of damage is coming in and I'm doing my best to defend against that, you know, in like a, in like a, like a wall kind of mm-hmm. way. But then adding the, doubling the negative energy output turns it into positive energy and adding the positive energy activates like a, a regenerative healing factor. Mm-hmm. So, but he said that other people can do that. So that's not a Gojo specific ability. Anyone with Juryoku can learn to do that. Well, yeah, because he has the flashback where, you know, the, that one the mentor, yeah, or whatever you call her, his his senpai in the school, or, you know, because this is obviously yeah. a flashback for when they're younger. And right. so, you know, uh, his whatever. Tried to tell him in how class. to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he's just like the only person I know just talks a bunch of gibberish and says, you <laughs> yeah. know, just just foosh and then fwish and you <laughs> yeah. got it, right? Are you an idiot? Like it's clear, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So we know that so that could so that is opening up like information for us in regard to like these are like kind of like base nen techniques, like that are separate from Hatsu that like yeah. anybody can learn and like and like get tight with. So like we'll probably see that in the in the current story moving forward like they'll just you'll just get a healing factor once you've trained your your juryoku enough which is really cool yeah. to see. And um, d- d- doesn't it kind of feel like it amplified his red glow you know that is what way. he said yeah well, yeah that's yeah that's that was packing yeah that's the reason why it was like you know and that's and that's actually one of what i wanted to go into next so like a buddy of mine on twitter was talking about he actually pointed this out so what Gojo says he's like before applying the positive energy to his Jutsu Shiki, his infinity techniques seem to move slower in the flashback arc, in the hidden inventory arc, than in the current story. Because like if you notice in this flashback arc, his like adding and subtracting of space, you know, like kind of has that like slower, you know, illustration effect to it. Like it's not happy because in the current story, it's like instant. Like he's yeah. instant. Like he's doing shit. Like yeah you know, at the snap of a finger, but like, you know, so now with the positive energy added, he seems to be able to increase the speed at which he adds or subtracts the space between him and his target. Yeah. So that's why, you know, like if, you know, he has like the space and then he's adding, you know, it, it, it's, it, you know, it pushes you, you know, or, you know, or pulls you towards him. You like move, you know, away or move towards him at a, at a, at a higher speed. And that's why he like, flies into that into that pillar and also like how strong is fushiguro yeah he just takes he that has, and like, yeah if he has looks no- to me like the little ouroboros thing it's because it's like oh right before it gets hit right before he gets hit with it it's like kind of curled around his chest like it was but in that last panel where he's like you're a monster or whatever yeah it's right in the center of his chest so i'm thinking maybe it kind of and took the impact maybe yeah that's i don't know but how? But how did even that survive? <laughs> yeah, because that's a lower level curse. They said yeah. it was anyway. Yeah, but no, that's a really good point, Eagle, because that probably did absorb a, a decent amount of that. Some of it to a degree, but he's got to be a monster to be able to take yeah, that. But like, you have no curse energy, and you're taking direct hits from from Gojo and flying down the block. Retogru. Yeah, yeah. Down the block is right, man. He, 
uh, a couple blocks. City. Yeah, it's like a kilometer at, or that's, at least. That's like when Del Flamingo gets hit with the King Kong gun or Kong gun, and then <laughs> yeah. it, 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 the citizens are like, "Why are you here, Del Flamingo's like, "I don't fucking know." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Goddamn thing! No, I want to know why the fuck I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, that is same energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's just. I mean, this has been great so far, and I this it's reminiscent to me kind of of um, Tota in UQ Holder because he has the black of Mars and the white of Venus, and you know has to basically rotate them and intertwine them together and get right. the energy to you know move into like a rotating force. You know, feels kind of the same, but uh, you know, still got its own you know feel to it. And uh, Gojo's back to being the guy. He's not right. out anymore. You know. Right. So this is the no, it's new, the, but it was like. Yeah. Uh, it was like Noxie. I think he posted a meme. He like made a meme about it and posted it in the chat. It's like uh, when Deku's just got this blank stare in his face. He's looking up and he's like, "Me thinking about how I know that Gojo is getting this entire arc because he's gonna get sealed." <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. I did. Yeah, that meme was so funny because it's so true. It's like contemplating it like man he's the guy but they're gonna do him so dirt this is the last like this is the last tight gojo shit like that we're probably going to get because they've been talking about how like the you know ghetto and and uh hanami and mahito have been talking about how their master plan to seal him and they've really only been winning these little like you know altercations that they've been having with them like in the uh exchange festival or the goodwill event arc you know what i mean like that whole thing happened and it was super hectic and it was an amazing arc but at the end Mahito left with the fingers. Mm. You know what I mean? He broke in, got the fingers, and got out. So like they keep winning these little skirmishes mm-hmm. and 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 putting the, the pieces of that puzzle together in regard to you know this plan to seal Gojo. So I'm pretty sure we're gonna see that really soon, which is really sad. But at least we got this super cold-blooded Gojo arc beforehand. But hell yeah. yeah. I think that's about uh, about covers jujutsu. We can probably move on to um chapter 17 of Samurai 8 Hachimaru Den. Bruh. Kotsuga and Ryu or Ryu. It depends, you know, how they want to say it, really. Pretty but sure. it's it's Ryu or Ryu. Wow. I like to, I like to say Ryu. Yeah, no, but, yeah, that's fine. Because that's what it is. This isn't, this. you know, this ain't Street yeah. Fighter in the hood. <laughs> yeah. 94. Yeah. This be chapter it. was so this, crazy to me. This chapter is, I'll let you take it. I'll let you take it. Sure. Um... We got a really, really cool world building explanation from Daruma in regard to the Static universe. Splitting of atoms and Yeah. Yeah. In regard to the universe that they're in. Um, basically what we can gather from the explanation that we get is that like things are formed by these chained H particles. Um, the keys chain them together, uh, swords separate them or unchain them. But also, everyone has a gravitational pull that attracts things that are formed by these particles. Yeah. So, like, Anne and, like, Daruma and Atta were attracted to Hachimaru because of his gravitational pull, which implies that he has, like, a super dense concentration of these particles. And as samurai, you know, go through life or whatever, and they gain, you know, like, object or keep more keys or, like, locker balls or whatever he was talking about, they can, like, kind of, like, rearrange and like transmogrify themselves and their holder which is why we see those like samurai armor like transformations or Mm -hmm. you know whatever which is really cool to get an explanation of that so early 
but this was just such a huge chapter for information. Kishimoto is like really trying to incorporate like actual science and physics into this story with these with this H particle business because you guys might have heard of H particles before as God particles, or the most common the most common term is actually Higgs boson. So like I'm not a scientist. You know, or anything, and I'm not going to try to like thoroughly explain my understanding of this shit on this episode. But that's that they, shit they're trying to make with the collider machine, right? That they built. Yeah, the the hadron collider. The yeah. hadron collider. Yeah. Yeah. So like most particles are made up of other particles clinging together, except for the god particle, which are foundational particles or fundamental particles that are believed to be like the OG, like original particle. Right. I can't remember yeah. exactly. You know, but it's either the first particles that were created after the Big Bang, or the ones that made up the nothing. That existed before the Big Bang. I don't know. This could be just me taking an opportunity to sound smart because I watched a couple of Neil deGrasse Tyson videos on Facebook, and if I succeeded, then gang. But uh, but, but nah, for real. Like I think that's a pretty strong inference considering Kishimoto is clearly explaining these particles to be like the most important fundamental particles in this universe, mm -hmm. which and is extremely exciting because it shows that he's like dead serious about this story, and this and, shit yeah. could get very crazy. But uh, it, we got our little bit of, you know, shown in convenience, you know, explained now where it's like, if he had such strong gravity. Yeah. Where was Atta the whole fucking time? He was tied to the damn machine. Well, but he didn't, it right? didn't give out his, like, it, it was like. Was that what it was? When it's he like he was pretty much. It yeah. grab, but then Daurama didn't say shit about that. I know, but. Whole explanation. He didn't Dharma, say yeah, your shit was activated right when you became a samurai. See, but I, I took it more as that it's almost like a dormant or innate thing that can, you know, once you have unlocked as a samurai or whatever, your key holder or whatever, um, then it amplifies. But that doesn't mean that somebody, especially of Dharma's level, even has like the faintest or unwittingly, even unknowingly is attracted in a way that he can't quite, you know, pinpoint. But it's it, it's just that once the key he unlocks as a samurai then yeah it's just you're gonna have far more of an energy output and that's exactly when Atta went towards him is when he unlocked it you know yeah so, but weren't they talking about how like wouldn't wouldn't he have had to have like had some of that gravitational pull just being the like should, yeah, accidental sure, eighth sure. test tube baby yeah but maybe maybe there's there's okay and I'm not the one to have the highest level of faith in Kishimoto, but I'd have faith. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have faith here in saying that he'll explain that more this thoroughly is, yeah. later. A bit of convenience yeah. there. That's, that's yeah. all I'm saying. I, I mean, it's this is how Shonen work though. Like yeah. they leave out like key bits and pieces here and there, and things like that happen. Yeah. Know, so yeah. But uh, I thought this chapter was honestly really well balanced for how much dialogue there was. But the pacing still felt really, really nice, and it didn't feel like overwhelming. Like, it just yeah. the flow of it worked really nicely, I think. Oh, and yeah. another thing that really I liked a lot. Not only did we meet these two little, you know, they're obviously probably going to be new squad members, but yeah, Hachimaru, my guy with the brand new set of clean threads, yes. my with the drip. The he, he is. Tail, yeah. The drip is real. He's got yeah. a knot with the goggles on the back, all yeah. black hoodie in this bitch. Like, ah, yeah, ah. he's, he's drippy. <laughs> 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 flowing. I'm yes. telling you, flowing. Yes. 
yeah he's starting hard there's no the guy is styling yeah yo i love it i love it's it. really it's really cool to see because i thought he was just i mean like we could probably have assumed that he was going to get some kind of new outfit eventually but yeah, like shit i thought we were gonna i thought we were gonna see you know his his starter outfit for a long for time, a while so. yeah. yeah i was surprised as hell when we seen the drip bro i'm yeah. like okay yeah. and and i'm hype i'm hype for you know the new fit and all but i can't not say this that that's sasuke outfit well, no. How can I not say that here? Orochi, hey, now, nah, nah, Orochimaru gave that to Hachimaru. Then. <laughs> I'm sure it's kind of like a. It, it does look like a little bit of a mix between Sasuke and Naruto because the, the collars like there. fanned out, like how Naruto's was. But like Sasuke had a fanned out collar too. It just wasn't bushy. Yeah, he had his <laughs> his yeah, fanned right, out right. too. This this, yeah, this, right. that's, this is a goddamn Uchiha outfit. But hey, okay, that's fine. I like it. No, no, no. Yeah. I love it. I personally love Rip. it. I. I love and and hey, uh, Uchiha were some of the flyest in yes. the Konoha world, and that's just how I mean they had that's the tightest shit on. Yeah, that's and so it is. I, I I would wear Uchiha gear personally. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Out of anything. <laughs> and you do. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> do. Yeah, and it's really cool to see that hangar that they uh, parked in. Yeah, um, yeah, that yeah. Uh, man, that makes me feel so much like the other just sci-fi older yes. ones we talked about in the tie-in like episode. Outlaw Star, yes. fucking Cowboy yeah. Bebop, any of those where I always loved those scenes where the ship was docking and yes. being stationed, and it's just like so subtle and so like yeah. you know just kind of like I don't I guess I won't say run of the mill, but it's like par for the course for that. It's immersive, show. really. I think yeah. it's immersive. That's a great yeah. Movie. yes. Definitely. Yeah, immersive. Immersive is a good word there. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of like any, like you were saying, any you know science fiction, like every 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 single story like that has that scene. You know, Firefly, Serenity, Outlaw, Star, Cowboy Bebop. They always dock and then like go grab a drink or go grab exactly or like go grab supplies. Like okay, yeah. it brings yeah. that little bit of realism and immersion to the story where you're like okay, yeah, they do got to dock every once in a while. Go grab some supplies, get some food, do some bullshit. You know? You know? You they don't just eat computer chips. Get the broth, get some pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just picture them walking around eating clocks and shit. You know, if they're just any kind of computer chips they can find. You know, like what is a what is a robot computer internet man fucking eat you know right. like <laughs> bolts and everybody in the station is like wow your holder is crazy g we ain't yeah. seen one like that in a long ass time and atta that whole city where his princess is at is on the back of his holder it looks like now that we've seen like because his is that super large dragon and uh yeah. when he's like when uh kala is like go go in person this time Oh yeah, I forgot dragon. about that. That's huge. I'm pretty sure that's Atta's holder. I was so that, surprised that, that, that you like, wanted to be on its back. Yeah, is like where his princess is at. So he's yeah. just always with her. Yeah, Bro, and this feels again Part for the course. I, again, feels so much like Outlaw Star. This feels like um, oh man, it's like one of the last episodes where they have to go find the coordinates to the Galactic Ley Line, and they go. It's called like Land of the Dragon or Way of the Dragon or some shit like that, where they go yeah. to a place that has like fucking like there's like these pyramids and other like i don't know primitive looking structures kind of like this but it's it's primitive and it's futuristic at the same time i can't mm. really explain how they do they make this and that's what this feels like too where it's like right. they're gonna have top tier uh you know technology but at the same time it still kind of has like an old feel archaic yeah archaic yeah Edo, that's a good word edo-ish type of yeah i i, Dude, I love that's that. such a cool like combination of lore it is yeah. like 
so excited with Edo Samurai. Type. Yes, dude. Yeah. I've never, and I think uh, I even saw it on like one of the, maybe it might have been the translation, but they were like, it's like a never before seen kind of story that you bought to experience here, y'all. You ain't well, never I seen know, science fiction you samurai like, in this bitch. Um, you, when we were talking about it in the chat a while back, you're like, man, just this story dynamic, like Edo, Samurai, science fiction, spatial exploration. Yeah. You're like, man, I never knew how badly I wanted it. Until yeah. And like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Something else, too, that I really love from this chapter, like I said already, I touched on it, is the, the introduction of the two new squad mates, presumably. Yeah. Uh, and I personally like just from from the little bit of of dialogue and stuff we got from him i love ryu yeah because dude. his whole little uh character quirk where he's like forgetful all the time and yeah. just, oh, he had until until it's already. time to fight then he yeah. don't forget and then anybody. he's like i'm ryu yeah. yeah cut down motherfucker right and they're yeah. and they're obviously samurai but yeah. like they but they Oops. dress you know in like regular like civilian clothes so it's also really cool that we're going to get character designs that aren't like always traditional, like tried and true, like samurai garb. Yeah, you know, well, like, or we're going to go to all kinds of planets where samurai are going to be dressed all kinds of different ways. We might get a '90s planet, <laughs> see or some samurai that aren't necessarily yeah. along that same path of like honor and and shit. Because these guys don't seem to be like they're yeah they're kind of uh, Ronin. They're the Ronin of this. They're Ronin out here, like roaming from port to port, stealing people's holders and shit, and probably go they go sell them on black market or something like that. Who knows? There's probably that bit of layer of, to the story as well. Samurai is going crazy. I can't believe the hate that I see for it on the internet. It's like, are, we reading, a, are we reading the same story? This this chapter, so yeah, blows blows it open. It gave yeah. us so much more, and it it again will fuel me to read another a hundred chapters. Right, like you gotta like fuck up somewhere Just off along this. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm really excited for the future, and yeah. I can see again. You know, did we think that? Kishimoto's storytelling could carry a story that has not the best art, you know. Yeah. We, uh, there's no way really for us to know that because it's like I Naruto's mean, so strong so early and then yeah. just falls flat where you think yeah. that you, you're like, man, is this going to be something where it's going to be cold-blooded for 80% and the last 20% I'm mad about because I don't want that to happen. I, but, obviously, we really hope not, but I mean, like, if he's... If he's it doesn't feel like or, that so far. If he's, if he's no. talking about Higgs boson and shit, like, if he's yeah. actually... <laughs> He's dead serious about this shit, man. Like you can yeah. tell that he's really about to go crazy. Well, and I think one of you guys said on the payroll. Well, and I think one of you guys <laughs> said that consultant for that. Uh, well, one of you, guys, yeah, yeah, you need somebody like that for a story like fucking Doctor Stone. Holy shit! But yeah, yeah. but one of you guys said, um, you know, this might be Kishimoto's Hunter, whereas Naruto was his Yu Yu Hakusho, and he was yeah. warming up to you know get to some. Where you know that means we'll never finish Hachimaru, but that's, that's <laughs> what I meant. But, uh, but that's you know that's not true because uh, Kishimoto did it the right way. He's just like fuck it. I have somebody to illustrate this. Give me, yeah. give me a young, young, hungry uh, you know illustrator out here to yeah. you know illustrate my shit. But I we can't move on from this until we talk about how you know just all the scenes with Kala and just right from the beginning. One of the clones can says right away like. Um, he's begun to move like they can they can they know we, where he's at like it, on almost it, it really seems like they can pinpoint it pretty fucking accurately almost yeah. one yeah. with 100 percent. which that's that's crazy because it's like it's seven of them plus ata plus kala it sounds All like he needs to get squad like yesterday he's gonna need help like yeah. right away <laughs> and 
is that because of how many of them there are is that that degree of precision in when it comes to tracking them or that's how i took it as we take that them would out, be you know, tight. They'll, they'll get you know less able to track him more and more and he'll kind of be able to sneak them once they're all taken out well that'd be tight too if they sent like you know one of the stronger ones after him or not i wouldn't even say what it would have to actually probably be one of the weaker ones but, but where he, he can't beat him really or does you know barely and yeah. then once he you know kills one of them that yeah now they have a little bit more freedom and whatnot i don't know like my take on it was since it's a gravitational pull thing you know what i mean since it's based on like how much hachimaru is calling them towards him you know if, if they're all like kind of like a hive mind you know collection of you know these particles then the more dense their concentration is in relation to his the more they'll be or the the better visual that they'll have on him because it's calling so many different sources at once towards yeah. him. Yeah. So like that was my that was my take on it. And if that's the case, then they'll show up next chapter. <laughs> yeah. you know, or, or something Buddy like that. Because look at how fast Atta got to him. Atta was that's like, oh what? You know, yeah. yeah. But Man, I mean now said, now they've got it now they've got a person this time. But they were stationary yeah. before. Now they're out here bending blocks. So yeah. Yeah. A uh, couple questions I got is who is this being that's behind Atta and one of the clones? It's like a, it's like it's connected to his. That's holder. his princess. That's his princess. Like that has fused with his holder. Yes. Don't you remember when he was originally uh, in the first scene we saw him? He he called her like my princess or something when he was sending his clone out to go after Hachimaru. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't catch the part where it's like it's actually merged and uh, I she's don't know. like planted in the same. I mentioned that in the in the previous episode. One of my, I think you did. Yeah, I do remember she's that. It's like planted yeah. in one location. Yeah, and I guess I remember that, but I don't know. I just I, maybe I just didn't really totally take in that it's part of the holder. I guess you know. Yeah. And yeah. and what does that mean? Like, so you see this also this this smaller dragon that's flying around, you know, floating around. Atta is does he have a, a giant holder with the cities on and his princess is connected to and then he takes this smaller like chinese dragon with him that is you know an offshoot of his holder that he can yeah. use still with you know some level of power because that you know would make it seem like there's going to be a chance for hachimaru now to fight him with that where he could lose again and then still come back a third time to fight if he's you know yeah. the possibility where he's not going to or some situation where he wouldn't use his full power again not being that he can't do it that or not being that he's choosing not to it's just being that he didn't take it all with because there's some risk maybe yeah so i don't know but we get to see you know kala Kala, i guess floating skull uh with swords sticking out of the top of his head you know (laughs) considering the pacing i wonder if we really will see kala like actually do shit like relatively soon probably in the series. yeah well, like i would i would like to wait i would like for him to because i mean he said next time i'm going myself but i it, ideally i would like to you know see not necessarily monster of the week or like villain of the week you know kind of situations in between now and the confrontation with kala but like i don't want him to just show up and be the next the next fight who yeah. said they're going themselves didn't Kala say like next time I'm just gonna go do it myself? To well, no, he said, oh, "Well, Atta's like Master Kala," and then he said, "Next, you will go in person, follow them." Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. So, oh, so so Atta sent a representative. <clears throat> so he told Atta like, "Get the shit done." 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. and you got to look at them both because Scantilation and I'm Scantilation. I see the first time here said that Kala would go personally, but I knew that wasn't uh-huh. right. That wasn't right, and because well, and that's the thing is that so the skull has got to be his holder, right? Kala's right. holder, Something and like he's that, yeah. and he's and he's on top of the skull on on some like little throne thing, talking from it or whatever that is. Maybe that's a building on top of that skull, similar to Atta's. Um, and then there's like a shit ton of fucking swords sticking out of the skull, like every mm-hmm. direction. Um, and so, yeah, like the first time reading it through the first version I saw, I'm like, Kala's going himself. It seems a little early for that. That's, yeah. that's, uh, but, you know, then, yeah, if you look at the Viz, it does say that uh, that Atta should go himself instead of using the clone, which that's kind of what I took that as to begin with. Like, I felt yeah. like that's what that, that meant. But it's crazy that um, the you know it shows that the the holder just starts flying the dragon starts flying so yeah. I, I mean is i mean are we going to get like a kaido mouth blast out of this dragon you know hyper beam, hyper beam yeah it's hyper beam season yeah <laughs> but it makes sense because we saw that old dude with the level with the size of his holder when he like went you know griffin eagle fucking mm-hmm. the protector of the hachi's planet yeah so some hyper beams. He's definitely able to use that big holder to go like, you know, goddamn Zoid mega fucking. That's Zoid. that's what Zoid. I was hoping we would. I, that's a, I hope we don't go there where it's just giant like. But it all depends on how well it's choreographed, though, because like obviously the last thing we want is like a big Megazord battle where they're moving blocky and slow. But sure. I mean, like, if it's in the vacuum of space, like, these things could be on some G Gundam type shit. That's what I'm yeah. saying. We're going to get yeah. some G Gundam, like, Megazoid style holder battles. It and it's going to be doing like, martial arts in these things. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and shattering force. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm, and I'm fine with that as long as there's a good explanation as to why you would fight without doing that. Like, in, in just, yeah. you, you know, uh, your body or whatever we want to call it at this point. Because, like, right. I mean, sure, it's their body, but I mean, they're fucking whatever beings i mean i don't even know what you would i mean they're they're connected to interface you know like yeah. virtual interfaces like they're yeah. it's those age particles just like making a shell for their soul and yes the the last thing that we want is for it to get to a point where it doesn't make sense for them to not fight or it, where it doesn't make sense for them to fight outside of these giant yeah robots. i want yeah. there to be you know and like we t- were talking about last week how we have where we were hoping to see like 3v3 battles you know yeah holder, yeah. holder princess and samurai versus yeah. holder princess and samurai that yeah. would be sick too where like if there is a megazord battle maybe it's just the holders fighting each other you know and then you know they have to merge with their holders to like final finish it up so yeah yeah and, and yeah. somehow make all that make sense to where you just didn't do that from the jump yeah, it could be a thing too because we see Atta's princess, where eventually maybe your princess and holder do kind of have to become one, yeah. and that's like top level shit. Yeah, you know, because she she's playing. I don't know if that's just a specific choice they made to like plant her there like that, but she's like part of his holder. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Whereas, um, you know, the protector of that satellite or whatever, or planet, his princess was not. So was not. Yeah, he's one of the higher level dudes. We and would he, assume. So he merged like, with his holder. Maybe only one of you get to merge with the holder, and Ata chooses to have the princess with the holder for protection. Or and yeah. he's he's so you know hard body with the with the you know physical shits and. And whatnot. maybe that's why he would separate off the smaller dragon too, because probably you know i well i would say obviously when you strip the holder of all of its you know 
meat, you know, for yeah. lack of a better term, to like yeah. you know, hulk up or armor up, fucking swole up, then he can't protect the princess as well if they're, you know, yep. sitting back. Yeah, it feels good to me. But, like, that uh, makes sense. I like it. I think that about covers Hachimaru. Then we can probably move on to good old Chainsaw Man. Chapter I want to know. Seven. Wait, I got a question. Wait, one more question. One more question. One more question. Is, huh. Elon, is Elon Musk making these types of samurais? That's what he's doing with uh, that. He must be. Internet, the Bro. internet in the brain. Internet in the brain shit. We're Elon Musk samurais. is different like that. We Elon must hit him up. Tell him we'll be the first samurai. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll test that. I'll put yeah. my brain in a robot body. C Lab 2021. <laughs> Remember that episode? Shout out to you. Yeah. All right. We can, <laughs> we can move on. Sorry. So Train head chainsaw. What did you guys think of chapter 37? I wanted to get your th- I wanted to get your thoughts on this first because I know that this, yeah I because because well, you were because you were like a little bit on the fence about Chainsaw Man, but I know that this chapter slapped you. <laughs> chainsaw Man is just like I just like well this I don't fucking know. It's cool to see. One thing is like they keep saying Denji like is the only one without an actual heart. Yeah. And he's still got like the consciousness and shit to save this lady on the train in the middle of all the ruckus where where the, the sword devil's about to cut her down or whatever and he protects her and gets his arm sliced off. Mm-hmm. Which was which was pretty cool to me, I guess. Yeah. You know he probably does have still a heart, obviously, but I mean this was really there's not a lot to this chapter because this is wow. another chapter right in a row where it's just like a lot of action panels. Yeah. Very little dialogue. Yeah. The only dialogue we really get is from the train operator telling him. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's just random grunts from just Denji. Pretty well-drawn action panels. I mean, yeah. really, outside of facial stuff, the art is really pretty fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, action panels where we see a lot of the characters in movement and shit like that, and it's not a lot of emphasis on their facial detail, it's fire. And then, obviously... Uh, at the end Ooh. I'm like actually like why is my guy kicking his fucking leg up like this <laughs> yeah, he's like me too I still got my face and then he's like <laughs> double ah! kick like some yeah fucking kick up in the I'm like what is he doing with his fucking leg <laughs> and then I go to the next page and then I'm like okay the chainsaw's broken it's over with <laughs> and then and then I was dead actually like I was dying laughing when I turned the page and he's just like Huh? <laughs> Yo, buddy, straight split in half, like, huh? And then the guts explode. Yeah, the, the viscera and then the leg chains. So, like a grind. Like, okay, makes sense. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this was this was a this was a really cool chapter to me because the author Fujimoto is starting to show some like tried and true shonen elements in his storytelling because Denji having to pull out like a new technique on an opponent in a tight spot. Mm-hmm. Is you know is a pretty is a pretty shunning element because like when I first started this book, dude, I thought it was a seinen, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, why is this in shonen jump? But now like we're starting to see those 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 shonen elements. What's really cool is that we know that this new move that he used was learned during his training because if you think back to earlier in the series when they were training with Kishibe, you mm-hmm. could see those training sequences that the ground was all torn up and his pants were ripped, but his shirt was totally fine. So like that's a really cool like nuanced like callback to to, to those earlier chapters. The last yeah. time he fought the katana devil, he got like low diffed like super quick. But this yeah. like power up wasn't a Deus Ex Machina because the new technique isn't overpowered and it's actually really obvious and simple. 
like once you once you think about it you know like he won with strategy by taking advantage of an unexpected concealed weapon that the katana man had no way of knowing about and right. it's not some like cliche like willpower based power increase you know what i mean so i thought that was like a really cool thing to take away you know from this chapter is that like yeah. nuanced callback to his training with kishibe yeah and i didn't notice that i, I forget that we saw panels like that of him with his pants yeah. ripped up the front yeah yeah i mean it just doesn't seem like a reach to have a chainsaw come out of your come out of your right <laughs> it's like right. like in hindsight you're like duh dude yeah yeah the only problem the only problem i have with it is like what's the end game here where is this right just... i was literally just thinking where is he gonna be walking around on all fours chainsaw fucking sloth or what the <laughs> yeah, fuck his final yeah. form is just pochita again <laughs> that's what i thought too that's, ex that's exactly the same thing i fucking thought does he just turn it back into the fucking dog fucking chainsaw and, <laughs> yeah. and, and then, then power then, uses them or something yeah, oh and then denji's the heart <laughs> yeah, but but like somebody needs somebody needs to use him once he turns yeah. into a giant chainsaw. You yeah, know? it's power, dude. Yeah. We called it right here on the Project Manga podcast. Final that's, form Denji is just Pochita. That's almost the only thing that makes sense to me. At I this really point. do want to see where the chainsaw thing, like because you know you get the hints from um, what was the one devil Denji was fighting, and he's like, oh, you're nothing like you once were a chainsaw. The Infinity Devil. Yeah. In the hotel arc. Mm hmm Yeah. He was like, you're nothing like you once were. Chainsaw! Yeah, I wonder what that was all about. I wonder if we're going to get... What implied that, like, obviously they know there was either a previous devil man, and then, like, he died. You know, the devil was reincarnated in Pochita, Ooh. or, like, Pochita got, like, sealed away and was, like, a beast in its previous form or something. Yeah, because you would think that if the devils are... How strong the devils are based on how scared people are you know, of that fear before it <laughs> manifests into its devil form. Like we got Texas Chainsaw Massacre going on and I can't count the times that I was up, you know, it, it couldn't <laughs> put a blanket over my face. Yeah, dude, chainsaws are scary, man. So it's like poaching. Anytime anyone picks up a chainsaw, you're like, hey, yeah. hey a chainsaw, my, my a chainsaw, Scarface. put yeah, the chainsaw. Yeah, in. a chainsaw is like scarier than a sword to me. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. yeah because like people with swords like usually like have like a certain level of like discipline or like control with them motherfuckers with chainsaws are just ah, you know all up in your shit just, <laughs> yeah you know like yeah. chainsaws are way scarier than swords but the sword devil was cold-blooded so it's like i'll tell you uh, one thing that really made me sad about this chapter is uh a man's had to split his clean white fours man those fours uh, got split in <laughs> half they got blood all over them you know like he went and spent 190 on those man and they're clean no scuffs and he just cut his shoe in half got them all bloody like i gotta take the l like bro i gotta go into the club you know these man i'm armless but i can still hit this i can still hit the seawalk without arms i hope they uh reimburse him for those you know he better get a new fresh fresh pair of white fours because that's that's sad to me you know like oh no you're funny as hell but he got the new balance that's what they gave him Hey, I, I see like a little clip thing that kind of looks like that. I don't know what else, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, hopefully they're not LA Gears or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or the Fubu, the Fubu spinoff joints. Oh, oh, That's amazing. Yeah. So. Adids. So. Knockoff <laughs> is where they didn't even fucking do the label right. Yeah. Either way, he's going to need a sneaker per diem now after this. <laughs> They better come out of the pocket for that. Them shits ain't cheap. You see my shit? It's cut in half. 
190. Yeah. I spent 190 earlier today. On this is way I worse than 90. This I is waited. worse than a crease, bro. This shit is. These are I limited. waited on the line at Foot Locker, G. I, <laughs> I won a drawing. I had to get a take a ticket and win a drawing just to buy them. I didn't win the drawing to get them for free. I wanted to draw them and buy them. <laughs> and you made me cut them in half or I was going to die. Damn. Oh, that's good. Yeah, not a lot to this chapter. I mean, I think that about really covers it. Unless yeah. either you got something else, you know, you want to go into. Nah, I think this that's is good. quick and easy. You know. Action panels, really. Very little dialogue, like I said. And with that, I think we can go right into chapter 149 of Hyakusoku no Neva Rando, The Promised Neverland, Duty to a Test. Yeah, dude. And uh, uh, this chapter, man, it's... I want, I just wish, I, I don't know. I mean, I know I, I, I know storytelling techniques and shit, but I just really want to know what Gilda said to Emma. Dude, I know, dude. Um, and the, the fact suspense. that Emma and Ray split up, I don't like too much. They're always, if, they've been splitting up. I know, but I just, I just like right now with the shit going down in the, yeah. in they the, need in the castle other. like it is. Yeah, they, just, they really do need each other. Yeah. And just yeah. them splitting up so Emma can go her own down that path. I really don't like. And and something I, something I just had so much appreciation for in this chapter, man. We finally get to see Legra Lavima. Man. Just activating, yo. She oh. fucking activates. Yo. She's out here. With on her lust. I was going to say it's lust, yeah. Yeah, her lust from Full Metal Alchemy. <laughs> Just- <laughs> Yo, like she's Yo. out here. Sherman <laughs> motherfuckers attacks, bro. Yeah. But he was right behind her and she said, yeah. Like yo, that shit <laughs> for was everybody, sad, for everybody who's listening on Spotify right now, go go watch this segment on YouTube so you can you see gotta that see it pantomime was incredible. <laughs> yo, but uh, oh, the Duke kind of deducing that like somebody else has to be involved in this plan because yeah, these are all a lot still wild demons and shit. They like the, this execution and preparation that there has to be another faction involved. Right. So I appreciate that. The deduction, the Duke. Yeah. But yeah. I really and then we also get this. the exposition oh. that the Duke is really the person that kind of runs shit in yeah. as far as the public eye, you yeah. know, getting more information on like the hierarchy and like the rank yeah. and what their roles yeah. are. Yeah, he's like the prime minister versus the queen, you know, for yeah. like England, you know, some shit yeah. like that where, you know, I mean, other than the queen actually does have power, uh, yeah. there's there's the difference there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I don't know if the queen has Caillou Shirai, man, storytelling in this is, is, is just getting so much better. I mean, not better, but it's just like maintain, it's just keeping that same energy you know, as some of the the previous arcs, and like this was a this was a chapter that I feel like really hit the mark on, in regard to like storytelling because, Caillou Shirai, is just doing such a good job of making us sympathize more and more, with Gillen and his people. This exactly. flashback, yeah, this flashback that we get, actually allows a pretty cool juxtaposition actually between the cattle children and House Gillen if you think about it, because like their situations are similar. Yeah, because both were forced into cruel situations that they couldn't control by nobility. But for the cattle children, it's like ants to spiders, you know, like they're just below demons on the food chain. Like, what can you do, you know? But in regard to Gillen, I feel like they got shafted much worse because they originally belonged to that apex species. And wanted to change it to where like nobody's really on top. Like they're like, let's just make everybody 
perpetually human. Right. We don't got to hunt anymore. Right. And we don't got to farm these motherfucking kids because we'll all be Gucci. We'll keep our intelligence from your exactly. fucking blood that you're hoarding. Yeah. <laughs> and and then like, they and then they just, you know, cast him and him and his people out. And, you know, they're into the wild. You know, they're ostracized, you know, his whole family and, yeah. and his wife, too, that we first kind of was his wife mentioned before. No, but I don't think so. Up. His wife kind of just was thrown shoehorned into this chapter, like right next to him in the cage. Yeah. Like she was ever introduced before this. I right. Know. Well, I, I mean, just, that's, that's fine. But, I mean, I don't think that that's like, uh, you know, um, awkward really because, you know, we just see Gillen. Like, you don't see that much of Gillen before all this shit starts. So, like, when else are you going to kind of show that his whole family got murdered, or, you know, or yeah. whatever? To, yeah. Well, and they probably like died fighting each other type shit over scraps of food, you know. Yeah, and that's I another thing that like too far out of range. Yeah, that's another his, thing uh, like they they like kind of like set him up. Obviously, we know that from the flashback, and they like like threw him out into the wild, you know, with these with these false charges after being betrayed by Eve Burke or yeah. by uh yeah by Eve Burke. Really, right? just all the royals, just all the royals. No, yeah, which is by uh. Doza, Doza, yeah, that's his name, you know. And it's like that's crazy that like after he devolved, it shows that flashback where they had to actually eat their own people yeah. in order to be able to to organize. And they offered people. themselves up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're literally experiencing. The, yeah, House Gillen is literally experiencing Emma and them's worst nightmare. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I, and I was shit talking, you know, Emma like earlier on this channel, like about wanting to save these demons for weeks, but like. She rides just injecting so much pathos now that it's just like I want to see these motherfuckers live too, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm starting yeah. to like understand, you know, Emma's side more and more. You know what I mean? Which is just crazy that my like outlook on this can can switch, you know, that intensely with just one chapter, dude. Yeah, and like like you were saying, just the the flashback adds a lot of weight to the ending. And as yeah. you're kind of moving through the flashback and moving through the chapter, you're not like you're like kind of why is this here but then it, it really starts to come together at towards the end of the chapter where it, yeah. you see the suicide bombs and they're like it was an honor to serve you like yeah, we, never, dude, we knew we would bomb. never beat these motherfuckers because they're different yeah <laughs> from the beginning we came in here like knowing we're about to sacrifice ourselves right and it, it just added a lot of weight to that man where you're like ah but Gielan didn't say a word the whole fucking chapter. I know I he just kind of sat there, like where we... he's at about this and shit. Yeah, you'd think he would activate when he starts getting his men get yocked on left and right by this fucking long nail bitch. But holy <laughs> unless it was all a part of the plan for them to sack themselves, I mean, yeah. well, for them it was, but he, I would think, wouldn't be under that. Yeah. He wouldn't be moving that way, right? Yeah, because yeah. you don't yeah. want to sacrifice all his people. Yeah, you know? for sure. The, the panel, the three panels in a row with uh, uh, Royals' heads busted open, like Bayon Two's getting eaten, Bayon Two's getting eaten, Gnome's head is just half gone with brains yeah. out. You're just yeah. like, that's tight that they showed. Like yeah. these guys, this is what happened to them a couple chapters. Here's their heads. We're eating them. Or we're yeah, we're still stomping them. Yeah, fuck, fuck these. You know, why are more of them not wild anymore? Like, because you see who who's eating the head in the. But Gielan's boys are all like still wild ass demons after they're. It's hard to tell with Demi Zoo's illustration, man. 
Because you're supposed to like turn into the like how Gielan is and how the yeah, queen is. But, at, yeah. at but Gielan, Gielan yeah. has royal blood, and yeah. even though it may have reverted, it probably easier. It's it gets back yeah. to where it needs to be easier. It just needs a, less of a catalyst to get it to go. Yeah, Whereas these guys are lesser beings, and you know, gotta eat Bayon's whole ass body or I don't know, whatever. Bayon too that can be true. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, not a whole lot more to this chapter than that. I mean, unless you guys got anything else, but I think it's pretty safe to say we can just kind of move on from this one. Yeah, that just about does it for me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now, Black Clover chapter 219, as pitch black as it gets. It's yummy hours, baby. It is Yami hours, bro. Yeah, dude. Yami making Nero an official member of the Bulls was super cool to see. That was like, it was nice that he front loaded the, the chapter, you know, with that sentimental shit because mm -hmm. he said, <laughs> which was a, which was really, which was really cool to see. And like Dan Maceo talking this shit, obviously, but like, I, and I like how Nozell kind of like comes in, you know, and, uh, and, and blocks it because I mean, obviously we want to see them fight but yep. we knew that it wasn't going to be that quick. You know what I mean? They weren't just going to bust in, try to save Aston, and then it was going to turn into a full-scale, yeah. you know, skirmish inside of this inside of this courthouse, obviously. That fight's going to happen. <laughs> we know that fight's going to happen right. because they're going to come back from whatever trip they're about to take and be like, look, my, my homeboy, you know, it, it, you need to exonerate, buddy. <laughs> and yeah. the, and so. Damnatio is going to be like, I can't lose to a commoner. <laughs> <laughs> Something I really appreciated, though, was... Fuego Leon coming in and like how he's the one that has Damnatio hemmed up and he's just got this look like you snobby piece of shit. I already know <laughs> what you're trying to pull. Because yeah, like Fuego Leon, he don't move like that. You know, he no, don't look Fuego's down on the commoners. Like, yeah. like the Vermilions are different. So it's yeah. like yeah, the Vermilions the are shooters. Hem Damnatio hemmed up is kind of like you son of a bitch. Like, I know what you're up to. You snobby yeah. piece of shit looking down your nose at people. Even yeah. Mimosa's brother, Sakura fruit guy yeah. you know nozel no 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 momosa's brother yeah not oh yeah uh kirsch kirsch, is kirsch. kirsch that's yeah. it i was trying to think even even he's tight he wasn't yeah, at he first wasn't. and and, and, and like, yeah I, I like i like all the vermilions it, have Vermilion you ever seen fun. have you ever seen I, and i don't know like if it was official but like a family tree of like how vermilions and um what the hell is uh, Noel's last name? Uh, Silva. Silva. Duh. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but how they're related, how basically um, they're cousins. Like the Vermilions yeah. and the Silva are cousins. And it's it's tight that they have water and mercury and then fire and then uh, plant-based. Like yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's all kind of like there's – I hope to see at some point, you know, like where it stemmed from and like if – one element branched off into these like four sub elements. Oh, that yeah. would be so cool. Yeah. You know, cause, cause I mean, if they're related they, at some yeah, point, then it has to, it has to meet somewhere. Yeah. So that's such a cool idea. And that's cool that the two cousins are there to stop this, you know? You yeah. Know, and, we'll and see, like people are starting to like, you know, like people are starting to show more and more people because a lot of these Royal Knights, um, magic Knights in the beginning of the series, we're talking just as much shit about Asta, but as he continues to make these accomplishments, they're like, all right, hold on, bro. Yeah, people love him. Yeah, and, and well, it's and it's so and satisfying again, to see that progression of, of society. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe not society, but of these of these secondary characters that were yeah. originally on, you know, a little bit more on the nobility side, starting to come over after experiencing and spending time with Asta, you know, and, and seeing like, okay, maybe these motherfuckers ain't that bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, Nozel, I mean, he he's acknowledged Asta, but he does still look down on commoners because he was that way at the beginning. And yeah. He doesn't go along the same lines of the Noel thing where he's like, oh, yeah, I was just acting like an asshole. Yeah. kind of steer you away from magic night life like nah you s- still looking down your nose at commoners you well, yeah and that just goes back to that indoctrinated that. belief system that it's it's hard it's hard to shake you know if you've been if you've lived your entire life thinking that way of people it's gonna take some pretty intense you know like moments for you to, to break through that yeah you know well and it probably goes along the lines of like uh, kind of a romeo and juliet situation with the with the vermilions and silvas where where that kind of all started because they obviously the two families have obviously very different ideals and the ways they look at things where the silvers are kind of indoctrinated that way along yeah. with most of the other royals where it's like we look down at commoners but the vermilions are obviously different like we were saying yeah so well and their mom wasn't like that dichotomy in the past of a flashback we'll see where you know maybe the two original but you know if they branch from one person that's hard to say yeah it's hard to change well, the, the silva the silva mom wasn't like that uh only i, I it doesn't really no, show noelle's that mom wasn't like that yet. yeah noelle's mom wasn't like that and uh i don't know if her dad was because we don't really get to see what their dad was like but uh the mom was pretty compassionate and it, it's weird to see i mean there, there definitely has to be some other story that we need for kind of to you know connect the dots on there because I don't see how you get three shit bags and then one, you know, from from this lady who was a, a hero that, you know, she had the Valkyrie armor or whatever and stuff too first and all that shit. Yeah. Like she was whatever, you know, a legendary magic knight who was compassionate and didn't treat people like shit. So it's, it's yeah. weird to see you have three shit bags, you know, but who knows, you know, since she died early in their life or whatever. And they I think they were saying that they kind of blame Noel for that. I don't remember exactly how that went. And maybe that's kind of where some of the resentment came from between Mm. those three and Noel. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a little back, you know, I think maybe it was a childbearing kind of thing where like, yeah, they told her not to have a fourth kid or something like that. And then like, they all blame because she died from the pregnancy or repercussions from it or something. Yeah. It was like repercussions because Noel was alive. Like, I mean, not more than a baby. She was like a toddler or very young and barely remembers her mom, you know, but does remember her mom. So, so yeah, but, uh, let's, uh, let's get to the obvious biggest thing about this chapter. The, the thing with the hugest implications that makes, it makes sense. Yes, exactly. They're, they're sent out on a mission from the wizard King to explore into presumably the spade kingdom right because that's the one that's got the devil shit going on right and so they're gonna I really try like and... that that was obviously the best part of the chapter is well just maybe the biggest part it, best yeah. i don't know i would say but the biggest part yeah. biggest implications because you know set up for the next arc not only yeah but you know immediate satisfaction with that we're gonna go into the to the spade kingdom and get to know some of that shit that's happening in there because i really right. want to know about it yeah, Tabata is just really impressing me with the world building that he's introducing that the series was severely lacking, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And what's tight is that he engineered an important plot driving event to kickstart the world building organically, so it didn't feel like forced or randomly added on some whoops, forgot to do this, here you go, mm-hmm. type shit, yeah. you know? So so I thought that that was really cool, um, yeah. that, he, that, he, that we got a little bit of a setup, you know, a couple chapters ago, and then now it's like, okay, now you have to go there. Yeah. yeah. 
you know something i kind of missed until this chapter is that um it's cool how they gave like damnation and just the royals and the clover kingdom in general it's almost like a christian over uh over tone of to this to this because if you look at the some of them wear the clover and it's almost like a cross because it's a clover. Oh. And, and and damnation has very priest looking clothing on and yeah. it, it, it it does really feel like it's it's adding you know some you know at a religious level to it which yeah you know, there obviously, is that aesthetic going on a little bit yeah, yeah yeah so i mean it's 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 cool because you know like witchcraft is heresy black magic you know that right. kind of thing right. just a cool little uh you know yeah yeah. thing they got going on there but but um i'm just i'm, I'm just glad this makes sense because i thought right. this could, re- could really not go well and not make sense so i'm really excited yeah um i am as well we're gonna be moving into some bigger things in black clover it seems like and it's not gonna feel like convoluted or or like forced in any way i don't feel right. like because it's like you said been pretty organic the way it was flown into the story yeah yeah i'm really 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 impressed by by tabata right now yeah i, I would have been mad if they just like wrecked the whole fucking courthouse and they're like no, <laughs> yeah uh the the laws have changed because they're yeah. dead you know which right. would be kind of tight but at the same time you're like oh, i think Looking, the story's that, over that with them yeah that wouldn't yeah, it's well not good for storytelling yeah, so. that, wouldn't, that wouldn't age well with the series but i'm i'm just glad because it could have easily gone that way like it'd be like black clover is a series where it makes perfect sense for that to have happened and yeah. it and I and I just like when I'm, I like when I'm wrong <laughs> about about negative things that I that I assume about a series that I'm following. So yeah. And should we talk about Damnation's magic a little bit because he, uh, you know, tilts the scale and they lose their uh, magic potency. So yeah. like Lami, uh, Yami looks at his sword and like the darkness kind of contracts yeah. into the sword and yeah. everybody's kind of looking at their abilities. Like uh, Magnus has like almost no tiny, he has a tiny little fire right. bat in his hand. He's like, what right. the fuck is this? You right. know? But and, Rogue is still there. Rogue is yes. still there. And that's, that's a really cool thing because he's, he's, he's not forgetting about, you know, rules that he established earlier in the series in regard to yeah. fights being different to and and that was but really cool. shrink shrink too and i wonder if that has implications or if he just did, well, did she shrink yeah, yeah yeah and and uh vanessa makes a comment like well rouge hasn't disappeared yet so i think oh, we're good like they won't be able to harm us but i mean i thought she, rouge wasn't affected at all no it's just really, really tiny it's just a little oh, okay. tiny tiny that's, that's, then that's then that's still cool but 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 yeah i mean like what does that mean for her ability when her ability fucking negates oh, <laughs> you know just, maybe you'll it'll only negate half or maybe like you'll take a little bit of damage i don't know yeah, <laughs> maybe like he'll do the graze your shit i don't know yeah, yeah. but yeah, it, was, it was also tight how fuego leon has the fucking uh salamander actually wrap damn they show up like yeah. a little bit like hemmed his ass up like make a move motherfucker i swear <laughs> to god don't that hurt? i will crisp you up like bacon I know, I you that's, think- what, that's what i never understood about like fire users that like have their fire interact like parts of their body with like other people's body parts uh, it's he's, like, like he's straight up grabbing the paper with a flaming fucking <laughs> arm g yeah. and i'm like what are we doing yeah like that like, paper doesn't gotta be have some kind of magical part yeah, it's, it's like uh, bro you can't hold paper with two hands because one of your hands is fire <laughs> yeah. i know it's like what are we doing here that's yeah. what God, what I'm trying to think of some series that I don't know, like the fire won't burn you if I don't want it to, kind of thing. Where do I remember oh, that from? Yeah, Marco. That totally be is that Marco? Well, no, oh, not Marco. Marco. No, Marco's, no, Marco's is- flames actually won't burn you at all. 
Yeah, they won't burn you at all. They're only restoration healing. Yeah. Oh, that, that's yeah, not yeah. what I'm thinking of. There's something else where like there's hot flames that won't burn you if I don't want. I don't know some somebody had an ability like that. I don't remember what it's from. Whatever. But there, yeah. it, it really like we don't felt look like into this. That. Yeah, we, we got to where where because yeah, because there was some really good. I remember whatever that was from. Like had a good explanation on like I don't know how i need to have the will to want to burn you for my fire to even like sure it's hot but like yeah. it's not it's not hot you won't feel it because like i'm concentrating the actual heat force into a into to the fire itself and it doesn't emanate at all because of my control of the ability something like that which, Where, whatever that's going on and i'm trying to watch that shit yeah i don't I see what the fuck that's that's from. <laughs> that sounds like so it's like i control a separate entity so it might not that sounds like some shit I want to talk about in the next tie-in episode. <laughs> but, uh, I think that about yeah, yeah, that about for covers sure. everything for for, sure. for Clover. We can move on to yeah. chapter yeah. two hundred and forty-two of Boku no Hero Academia. Yeah, have a merry Christmas. <laughs> Is that the title of the, the chapter? Fuck yeah! I it's didn't have notice, a merry I didn't Christmas. notice that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and I mean, just when you're like. Especially, I'm like, we've gotten so many of these where you're like, Merry Christmas, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Don't make me throw this fucking computer down the <laughs> but street. You wanna like, know what, but you wanna, you wanna know what made it all okay? Well, Eddie, especially... Chan, baby. Especially Eddie, when they start the chapter off with that meeting where yes. you're... There's big implications, it seems like, where the principal Nezu is like... You know, they're saying pretty much like we had an ad hoc agreement with all these hero agencies about this shit, but now it's kind of fallen through because of the, you know, goings on. Yeah. So, and also they're trying to fucking commission our students to come out here and pretty much fight in a actual war under the guise of it being preparation for a future or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. So like, that's, that's them prepared as best as yeah. possible. He was like, we yeah. really got to call the world's most accomplished heroes. Yeah. You know, that's one thing then, I love about Cody. Right it literally is. goes on the very next page. To Christmas bullshit in the door. Yeah. The but public I mean, safety he, commission. That's what I was yeah. looking for. Is like, what is the title of this organization that's ordering this? Because this is an order. This isn't like, yeah. uh, you know, and, and they're withholding information from the school and they're, you know, yeah. misleading them or trying to. to yeah. They're failing to do it. But that is something that I personally really needed in this series because I need yeah. to know the governmental structure of this fucking. Story. It's got to be like, just yeah, like a exactly. UN type of situation. But see, that's what that's what I wanted to say is like, I'm glad that even though we got Christmas shit, you know, and like slice of life shit, and, I, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit in depth in a second here, too. But I mean, I'm glad that Kohei front loaded, you know, the the chapter with, you know, a little things on the on the political side of things, because that's that's one of his storytelling strong suits is politics, which yeah. I really love in this story. And it's super necessary in the story to set it apart from other stories that are similar to it. I mean, I can't really think of too many stories that are similar to Hero over in the East, but like that's just like a really you know um important aspect of western superhero storytelling is the political side of things so mm -hmm. i'm glad that he's incorporating that in his story too the slice of life shit that we all talk shit about i feel like is only really frustrating when it's a week-to-week -week kind of situation when we look back yeah. on this series as a whole we're going to appreciate how much time was spent on character development when we get these really emotional scenes in the future that like we're going to care about that much more because we're going to think back to all of these times where they were being really cute and being actual people in these visceral scenes. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So uh, on a week to week basis, yeah, we're like, come on, we don't really need hanging up ornaments and, you know, and, and Minetta making weird, ugly faces, you know, <laughs> for half a chapter, you know what I mean? But 
so the uh, the UA trader thing is just kind of thrown out the window now with this chapter. It seems like Nezu a lot of people think Nezu. A lot of people think Nezu's the trader. Mm. It's just too obvious. Being a it rat, is too right? obvious. Yeah, it being, is too obvious. Being a rat is like the yeah. dead giveaway. Like yeah. I threw that out the window arcs ago. Yeah, like since the first yeah. was first announced, you're like, yeah. well, it's obviously the rat will know because that's too obvious. So yeah, no, this is yeah. obvious. But it's also obvious that that's misdirection on behalf yeah. of Kohei. Sure. sure. So <laughs> it, it's but then it's an infinite regression. In, nah, in, it, in it's Coda. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah, and a voice is very powerful for surveillance and very fucking powerful for just yeah everything everything that a trader would want. And a voice has no. And Stop it's, it. It's Coda, bro. It's Don't do Coda. this, bro. It's been Coda. He he's it. Bugs on the wall, bro. Have Bugs you said on that? The wall. Have yeah. you said that before? Yeah, I've talked about this before. It's it's Coda. If there it's is a, a trader, it's a, it's a, it's oh, a voice is popular writing theory within the community. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. No, not Coda. That's the. Guy. I've never, I've never seen that in the. I, I guarantee. I've never I seen that. that. I've never. I mean, I'm not in. The I brought that like up that. like a year ago, year and a half ago, for sure. Yeah. Like we used to talk about it, and it's just, it's one of those things where it was like, I don't feel like any of these class A kids can be a trader. Like they're all so good, you know. Like even Manette is a piece of shit, but like, hey, like we don't see yeah. him as a trader. Like, yeah. you know, and and they make a point to say like yeah it's been four months since like we put this information out there and we haven't seen like and heard any like weird conversations or seen any kind of like uh, you know off the wall like you know out of character behavior from any of these students but it's like Coda's always skittish and like timid so like if he you know like acts weird they're probably just gonna be like oh he's on some Coda shit and yeah. the whole time whole time he's in a you know a, a Hercules Beatles gear like hey, hey bro wow dude yeah Fuck that's weird ass voice Funny. that's amazing yeah i mean it's uh you know it's a good theory but again you I know like it. I, I i do like the theory too but i i just it's hard to see that any of these kids are a traitor i mean the only ones are the lesser known ones and that's why coda makes sense because it's like he hasn't had much screen time yeah and straight up and his power is tighter than half the other fucking class power dude like, if i if i could be anybody in class a i'd be tokoyami first obviously because he's the um, tightest character in the show. Because he's the tightest character in the whole show. His um, character, <laughs> fucking design, and everything. Is yeah, everything, everything. His whole shit. His whole yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it, like, if, if Tokoyami's not your favorite character in Class A, then then what do you do? No, uh, it's, it's Kirishima if it's not Tokoyami. Like, and and then it's and then it's Kirishima. Um, but then but then it's but then I would want Koda's quirk. Yeah. You know? it's, in it's, real life, I would want Koda's quirk. Well, and if this turns out, which it's not really, but if this turns out kind of more of a hunter situation where, you know, I have all these other base net abilities to use and my Hatsu is going to be used for reconnaissance and other things of that nature. Yeah, that's that's great because yeah. I'm way more versatile and multifaceted and yeah. I have physical abilities and other shit yeah. to uh, hold me down. So. Yeah, the, the punitive force in Hunter couldn't even move before they took out uh, the satellite Tonbo. Yeah. So it's like 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 Nov like made a point. He's like, all right, look. They're looking for they're looking at us constantly to to see if we use a hot suit. So use physical attacks until we take out, you know, uh, I can't remember the Furata, flutter. Furata, yeah. Flutter. Yeah, yeah flutter. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Anyway, <clears throat> moving back to hero here. Um, Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki all going to intern with Endeavor. It's about time to talk about that. That is cool yep. as fuck. And it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting because of there's a couple different possibilities here. So there's a couple different um, possible routes for contention in the in the internship. One in the form of competition, obviously, between the three of them getting a little too out of hand. 
but also another in the form of either Bakugo or Deku potentially outshining Todoroki in front of Endeavor, who's trying to like become like a better father and you know in person but seeing the others do better than Todoroki like right in his face might reverse some of that if not all of that character development that we've been seeing from him lately yeah that's a good point for sure so so that could be like a really cool you know dynamic you know in regard to this internship in the future of it so that's like what I thought of like really right either away. way they want to do it because he could turn it into that or he could also make it be a, a, a juxtaposition with that where it, he reinforces his um, you know that he's trying to be a better father and even though they're doing better than him he yeah. doesn't scold him for that where Totoro mm. would figure that he would yeah so that's, that way, could also be a way it's a win so yeah. either way he takes it yeah a lot a, of different possibilities there I don't give a fuck what this what any anything that Hirokoshi wants to write, Todoroki will smoke the fuck out of Bakugo or fucking De- Deku, and I don't give a fuck. Like right now, until Deku gets like five other quirks when he gets real broken, yeah. you know, like on how- paper, on paper, Todoroki has it, but I mean, his personality plays a factor. Yeah, because it, he could be, and we've talked but he's about it breaking before. through a lot of that. So, yeah, so far. But I mean, at the same time, it's like look at Bakugo as a person. Like we said on this on this channel before. Like what Baku goes the type due to a fireman, you know. I like, know, but Baku goes the type of motherfucker where give him any quirk and he's just as tight as he is right now. And, Being and that a is fireman tight. doesn't make him resistant to explosions. That's I true mean, too. He's still gonna get his ass blown fuck back. Uh, <laughs> but if you just like cover yourself in fire, like is that fire? Especially when he now is still learning flash impact. fire. But okay, but explosive impact, you know, like he can use ice to like uh, not not. Uh, I won't say uh, brace the fall or anything, but like yeah. uh, you can slide on it and, and use your trajectory, uh, yeah. you know, ad- to your advantage after getting yeah. blown away and stuff like that. I mean, but I think that they made a point to, to compare. Um, but then he's going to get his ass flung way the fuck up in the air. He don't got that impact absorption. In, in regard to hold on real quick, in regard to what Kiko was saying about like using the ice to like cushion your fall and like a, in like a turning it into a slide and then you yeah perfectly i think i think kohei made a point to compare the two ice users that we've seen so far in that guy um or girl i don't know if you remember which it one. is a girl yeah. it is a girl with the yep. hood that has the ice powers um from the, the liberation front mm-hmm. how she had way better ice control than todoroki has she's all ice so she's got you know the control to like shape it into any way that she wants but uh, todoroki was talking about how he doesn't have control like that and he kind of just like shoots it out the way he wants but like can't sculpt it it's not as malleable um, well and i think a big difference too is that he generates it from his body whereas she's taking it from the atmosphere and oh, and so it, she's and, ice man for real yeah i'm pretty sure that's that's what it sounded like to me is like she's actually uh like so she can just take water there was water around and use yeah, it yeah that's make right that's ice. right yeah. yeah i remember that yes yeah, so, and so and Bakugo has cool. to have some kind of heat resistance using explosions that close to his skin. Well, not so, I'm saying even Todoroki has some kind of heat resistance. Obviously, he has a ton of heat resistance. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah. since he's doing like flash fire, whatever the fuck we're calling it, where he's right. trying to do uh, you know Endeavor's ability. So that's when I it mean, goes blue, right? We have to assume that flash fire is a blue flame, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Uh, I mm. thought it would, I, I took it as red, but I took it like uh, hot, like a poker, like glowing fucking yeah. red, you know, kind of yeah. shit. That's, yeah. that's with the fight against Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. Tetsu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but I think it's pretty even between the three of them. 
Yeah. Well, sure. I think so too. Like far, as far as like, um, you know, for story's sake. Yeah. Yeah. But, like I mean, on paper, Todoroki got Todoroki to activate and still almost beat his ass with one arm. So it's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's not working him that bad. Yeah. 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 I mean, if, if we're going to say that all for one, you just get to punch away everybody's ability with shockwave force, <laughs> then I just, it's hard to fuck with that, you know? Like, yeah. It's, it's, that's pretty much a done deal. 200 yeah. chapters. Well, I Bakugo it. can do the same thing with the fucking massive ass explosions, you know? The Rhino Howitzer. Right. Uh, yeah. For <laughs> real. Yeah. So, but I mean, hey, that's what we had to talk about with this chapter because there wasn't much. And but yeah. actually, no. One more thing, I did want to talk about this chapter, which uh, is going into the internship thing. Where, okay, Todoroki has extended that invitation to him. It didn't say that they took it, right? Like they, I don't think that they're. They did confirm, though. No. Yeah, because well, you see Bakugo having the flashback about Best Genus, where Best Genus is like, yeah. you know what's your hero name and explaining how important your hero name like what do you mm-hmm. want people to feel when they hear this and they're like he's like no basically your fucking name sucked and when you come back next time to my internship tell me your real hero name and yeah. gave him basically an assignment that is very important you could tell that it's important about bakugori wouldn't have a flashback about it. exactly thinking about right. it and and he does actually like respect best genius and has like uh you know, I guess I won't call it a score to settle, but has you yeah. know has to fulfill to his, to him. Yeah, has to fulfill yeah. you know, yeah that that to him, which that's I think going to be a huge you know factor later, especially when you know uh, threat threat clone jumps out and he's not. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. I'm glad that you. I'm glad you brought up. I'm glad you brought up hero name. <clears throat> I'm glad you brought up the the hero name and the the best genius flashback. What did you say, Eagle? I was just saying I've been on my the edge of my seat for that. You know, a while, Bakugo's oh. hero's name. Especially yeah. just, you know, with the comedy it was turned into. I But, like, I really wanted to know what his hero name was. Because that was, like, I mean, season one of the anime almost near the end where they're yeah. coming up with their hero names. And it, it's just literally kind of yeah. thrown under the to the wayside. Never mentioned again that Bakugo never, like, settled on a hero name. So, well, I, yeah. I really would like to said, see said, you don't get to pick a hero name. You're a fucking idiot. So, like, you <laughs> and better, I like how, better like, think about this for a whole year. <clears throat> right. I like how Bakugo is, like, low-key, like, one of the most, in regards to character development, one of the most, like, character development-heavy characters, like, under the radar, you know? Because we're seeing, like, Endeavor with, like, blatant in-your-face character development. We're obviously seeing Deku as the main character develop a lot. But, like, in these little moments that we're getting here, like, obviously, like, externally, Bakugo's still on some fuck everybody type shit. Get out of my way. I'll kill you. But, like, beneath the surface, like, he's growing a lot. And he's it's, just it's really cool to see. Kind of starting to because he was yeah. introduced as, like, kind of a Meliodas type figure at the beginning <clears throat> of the story where he was already, like, a monster. You know, yeah. Deku was, like, he was everything Deku was striving for. Yeah. But that wasn't All Might, you know? Yeah. He's, like, this dude's so cold. He's got a nasty-ass quirk. He never needs help. He's pretty much... He's light, you know. Yeah. But uh, he's being humbled by. But now he's being humbled by the everybody strengths of progress. everyone else. Yeah, yes. and, and the yeah. strengths of everyone else around him. Because I mean, he was pretty much all talent, and like, you know, he was just hundred percent prodigious talent. You know, like yeah. when it started, you but know, you from a yeah. school where he was like the one, like he was that yeah. that dude. He was yeah. black. He was the prodigy, right? And now yeah. it's all prodigies at UA. So he's, you know, like right. fuck. Where am I really at? You know? Playing feels a little bit more even now. Uh, he, he's, he's Iverson. He comes to school. Like, we're talking about practice? <laughs> Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. This is practice. This wasn't a real fight. Y'all want me to talk about this school shit? Fuck that. I'm not showing up. No, That's no. good. And before we move on, shout out to Eddie Chan. Protect at all costs. You already know what it is. 
it's Eddie's season. Yeah. I mean, hey. Yeah. She's our, oh, you know, uh, yeah. Well, no, she's going to be a little horned girl. Number one hero level with that Buster Sword, G. She's going to be busting motherfuckers. <laughs> that, Buster that Buster Sword was so cool to see. Hell yeah, that Buster Sword was tight. Toko, that was hilarious. That yeah. They got it for the random. I, I assume that, like, Sarah just gave them all a random piece of tape and they all just, you know, picked a, got a random gift. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. That, Harry yeah. ended up with the Buster Sword and then Saro was also like, <laughs> when he saw yeah, the Buster yeah. Sword. And then he thought, no, say, that was that was uh, that was that was the dude with the tail. Tail, tail, Jiro, Jiro. That was Jiro, yeah. Jiro, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, another funny ass fucking part is that Kaminari got a basketball. It's rubber with the yeah. electricity. <laughs> Are y'all fucking with me right here? Why y'all giving me rubber? <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Uh, Deku seemed pretty hyped about the sliced mochi. I think, didn't we get dialogue where he actually says, he loves sliced mochi a lot. I feel like with the slice of life shit we get, that's very likely. I, I agree. Yeah, that's good that you brought that up because just with the two panels of him and uh, Ochako uh, getting an All Might thing, it's clear that those two gave each other gifts. That those, oh, they yeah. got each other. They got gifts from each other because yeah. she she knew that about him. Yeah. So that's yeah, that cute. does make a lot of sense. That's cute. Very very cute. But with that being said, I think we can move on and. Uh, that covers it for the actual chapters this week. But in in lieu of coverage of a One Piece chapter, we were kind of just going to go into a little bit of a deep dive. Kind of what we think based on the current story information and direction, what is going to happen, where it might go, who kind of might do what. And uh, yeah, so on and so forth. Yeah. So, um, Noxie, I know, I know you got some words for this because you always got some words for One Piece. So why don't you go ahead and get us into it? Me, myself? Uh, I got a couple things that I want to see in the future. I mean, just based on what we know already um, about a couple different things. So one thing I definitely want to see, but at the end of this arc, is Wado Ichimonji becoming a Black Blade. I think that would be really cool to see that happen. I mean, because we know it's going to. But I think that would be really cool to, to get that this arc. Also... There's that obvious family link, even though it's not confirmed, there's that obvious family link between Ryuma, um, Ushimaru Shimotsuki, and Zoro. And at least Zoro's village. The yeah, or, village. Or, at or at least the village. I'm so, pretty sure. So Koshiro probably at minimum, but yeah. there's no way. I mean, just with the uh, picture of what Ryuma looked like in Monsters, there's just no way, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's Zoro, Zoro with the ponytail. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and they have the same like hairline and they have the same like facial shape, you know what I mean? But 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 what's a really cool, you know, thing that I was thinking about is that like, okay, so Ryuma, if this is a lineage, if this is like a family tree kind of situation, they are all related. It would be really cool because Ryuma is Itoryu and we know that Ushimaru was Nitoryu and then Zoro is obviously Santoryu. Well, they were talking about Z Odin's Nitoryu. Yeah, Odin was Nitoryu. Didn't they say, didn't they say Ushi- uh, Itoryu. Yeah. Die because they're long swords, yeah. Right, but weren't they talking about how Ushimaru had two swords too? With Nikitsune uh, Onimaru when they when they got his when we got his flashback when Kawamatsu was talking about uh 
Ushimaru. He was I, a two. I think he was we a two sword. How the look fox was always by his side. It, no, look at his look, look at his silhouette. He's got he's got two swords on his hip in the yeah, silhouette. Let's, let's go look. Well, I'm pretty the two, sure the two swords is usually the, the katana and the wakizashi and all. Yeah, are yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm 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 just saying. I know it's not confirmed, but it would be a cool. Yeah, that you know, would like, really be. Yeah, you know, because like, if they are all related and, and Ryuma is the one sword style, Ushimaru is the two sword style, and then Zoro is the three sword style, then that could, you know, be a significant plot point moving forward. Could. Yeah, yeah that would be. Looking back at that chapter here, I'm trying to find just to see the silhouette because, yeah, I'm super interested now because the silhouette is, is very Zoro-ish. We talked about yeah. it in the past episode where yeah. um, even like the, the front two kind of hairs that are, you know, Zoro yeah. has that stick up are the same. A little spiked up. Yeah, yeah, in the silhouette. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's hard yeah. to not not think they're related at this point. Yeah, and another really cool thing that we could get is that if Zoro really is confirmed to be related to Ryuma and Ushimaru, there if uh, the, if the Kitsune um, Onimaru ended up becoming like Zoro's like companion and like accompanying him throughout the rest of the series, since mm-hmm. you know the arc, you know his character arc's pretty much over at the end of Wano. It's like I did my I did my job, you know, liberation, yada yada. What what's next for for Onimaru? Oh, I'm a roll with this motherfucker that's related to my old dude. You know what I'm the saying? Like, yeah, and and you know, and obviously he, you know, Onimaru has, you know, <clears throat> you know, disguise magic. So like, what else can it do? You know what I mean? Like if it, if that's another fighter, or you know, maybe not a fighter, but like a support type, you know, with whatever kind of magical abilities that it has. That you could know, be a really cool dynamic. You know, it'd be hilarious if he got a higher bounty than Chopper. Uh, he was also listed as pet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Onimaru. Kiko, what do you want to see moving forward? Oh, man. I mean, man, what do I want to see? I want to be alive when the story finishes. That's first. <laughs> I want to still be living. That's that's my first goal here. So, you know, I'm trying to eat better and stuff because we, we've heard five years. I, I just don't believe it, right? Like five years. That's yeah. what Oda said he wanted is to finish this in five years. But yeah. that's what he said in 1997. So, like, I mean, yeah. you know, we we – we got who knows I, I think we still got seven to eight years to go I, um, I would i would agree with that but yeah i mean we've talked about theories at length and like what makes sense and there's so many things so many ways to go and just the way that Odin, you know tells his story you know just the most tactfully way ever where you just there, there's this information that dangles out in front of you that is there and you definitely could use it to make you know good inferences but for some reason we always fall short of what actually happens even though like we're we're a lot of the time on the right path when we're talking about our theories and whatnot because there's just so much you know foreshadowing and and whatnot so i i i did want to take this time to just bring up that the the theory of going around again um and I don't know if I want to see it, but yeah. the theory that, you know, the old world has mirrored the new world, you know, obviously not exactly, but very close, almost starting at, like it's starting at like Arlong Park, it mirrored, you know, Fishman Island and, and kind of so forth from that where I don't remember, like Logetown was supposed to mirror uh, like um, Punk Hazard some way, but then Alabasta mirrors Dressrosa in the way of, you know, kingdom taken over or you know yeah. kind of thing in a, in a desert and and just whatever like i can kind of skip through that there are a but, lot of parallels that you could draw between a lot of arcs and i really liked that conversation back in our in our group chat 
when we yeah. were having those because like I and I'm still I still can't remember all of the parallels that that you listed, but a lot of them were really like, Bruh. yeah, I had I had a, a better list and I, I've seen other people like, you know, compile more info on that. Um, so yeah. so it, it was it was good to take a look at that. But the, the thing that made sense to me is that I just didn't feel that Luffy and Zoro were strong, or just the crew in general, Luffy, Zoro, Sanji, were strong enough to 1v1 any of the Yonko and win. Um, yeah. And that would lead well to, so this arc can turn into a giant war with other factions that we don't, because we already got Big Mom and Kaido have joined factions. We didn't know that two weeks ago, but, uh, you know, we, we obviously have, the alliance uh the kozuki alliance here getting geared up to fight this but we need more information about the reverie to know like the world government's not going to just idly stand by when there's arguably three of the five strongest powers about to fight each other in the world that aren't the government yeah. so so i don't know i i just think that um if that all happens and there is some kind of multi-factional war here because i mean does it really does it feel like the kozuki alliance could beat big mom and kaido to me like i i, I don't feel like it i mean if it happens i'm it'll be great and i know it'll work perfectly but um if not you know the the thing that i seen that i would almost like it if shanks died and to mirror Ace's death. And I think yeah. feeling like we can beat the enemy was, is what a lot of people were complaining about first. And I think something that was missing from Wano because our side honestly felt really stacked until this last chapter. Yeah. And Kaido's seemed like, okay, all you got is a bunch of bitch-ass smile and the flying six and your commanders and what the fuck else really. Well, that I mean, like I kind of went to me. Yeah, that's I mean, what, what I was they, saying. It what do they have on their forth. side? They got a bunch of fodder with swords in hand. Well, and when it comes Omar down to it. supposed to be as strong as like a hundred men each. Yeah, yeah but, but, but I mean, how, how many of those men. Wano fodder is different. But yeah, how many of those men are Kaido as strong as Kaido's strong as 20 billion of those fucking. Uh, yeah. Sam, like, because that's the thing, like. Like, look at Law's crew, for example. Law doesn't have anybody tight other than himself. He's got John Bart and he's got Beppo. But what the fuck <laughs> is John Bart and Beppo, right? And that's what I think a lot of crews really consist of, of as a captain who's really fucking strong and really powerful and a lot of other weaker characters. Now, that's not the case for, like, I mean, there's definitely a significant difference between King and Kaido. There, there definitely is. But I was just going to say, it's that same dichotomy. Yeah, yeah, but you can say that, but it, I mean, maybe it's just on such a lesser level, but I would say the difference between Beppo and Law is far bigger than King and Kaido and uh, Katakuri and Big Mom and, you know, whatever, you know, Shiryu and Blackbeard or whoever you're trying to say the number two on. Uh, it's got to be Shiryu at this point, but whatever. Um, yeah, I disagree. Um, yeah. I always I mean, think, I've always thought it's Burgess. He's a sleeper pick. But Burgess got <laughs> worked so easily by yeah. Sabo, like nothing. And so would Shiryu. Would he? Not anymore. Not after Invisibility Fruit, maybe. I don't. And, I personally don't think that Shiryu, even before Invisibility, would have gotten no like Burgess did against Sabo. And I definitely do. Sabo's out here for the last ten so years, getting trained by the revolutionary yeah. commander. 
Well, that's true. And, I would love if Burgess was the sleeper pick and he was and he was actually like the the second strongest next to Blackbeard. I would love that, but I just can't see it right now. No, and and Shiryu was locked up in level six, and yeah. because he is a fucking, he was the prison. Uh, what did what did they call like it wasn't like the executioner but I don't know he like ran it was like a the title tort- he was the yeah. vice warden yeah oh, yeah so, that's right so that's before right. before Hanyu right like yeah. okay that that makes sense and I don't know I I just kind of remember dialogue that made it sound like the difference between Shiryu and uh, Shiryu and Magellan wasn't like astronomical or even that big and that Shiryu could definitely damage Magellan but you yeah, got like, fight Magellan where are we putting Magellan though. I put Magellan higher than most, but that's, I, I don't know. I, I think that, I mean, what is Venom demon, right? Like, yeah, I feel like that's an awakening. A lot of people do. But even still, like, as far as what does that ability mean where you are the most corrosive substance there is? Like, how do you do anything against that? Even with hockey, like, yeah, because you, you hit it and it splatters. And yeah. uh, same with how, like, you know like luffy was getting hit with splatter you know and it doesn't really count because he didn't have hockey then but even still like he's you know i'm like i'm gonna give both my arms when he just like double you know or does a bazooka yeah. to, to to magellan but he still is getting it on his face and he's getting yeah. it on him you know and stuff like that so it's like I, I don't know unless you full virgo and then jump into some kind of bath that will fully i mean i don't know like how that, that's well remember when we were talking ability. about that remember when we were talking about that in the group chat about that, how armament hockey doesn't just like dispel any yeah, ability on contact yeah so, and how smell. like virgo yeah. couldn't like or or a, or a pika in a full body clad armament couldn't just walk through a kainu lava or just tank a you know any nail bolt you know what yeah. i mean like it's 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 more of a way to disconnect temporarily at the point of contact the devil fruit user from whatever it is that m- makes them not there it, sure. it, 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 it it temporarily reverts them back to you know their normal state um yeah. we've never seen it you know just completely negate. You know, de- yeah negate a, a, a devil fruit ability <clears throat> on contact and and if it, and, and i'm glad that that we that we had that conversation because up until then i was really just convinced that devil fruits just didn't matter anymore because of hockey yeah you know unless you were using hockey with your devil fruit and that can't be the case like oda wouldn't yeah his series that well and another huge point to that is that what does that make blackbeard you know like why did you try so hard to get the yomi yomi no me when you could have just learned hockey instead you know because the yomi yomi no me me does does exactly right like literally when he grabbed luffy Yeah. yeah He's a regular human at that point. He's yeah. no longer rubber. That's why Luffy was like, oh, shit. Yeah. What the fuck is this feeling? And then when he got hit, he's like, ah! yeah. He's like, but that happened, that, ha- that happened when Garp stole off him, too, though. But because hockey. it's like, yeah. it was different when Luffy got hit by Blackbeard because he was like, it was the first time in 10 years that he had experienced real pain. Uh, how much so that, the, the rubber negates impact from blows and shit. Yeah, so the, I mean, so they the all make a comment. Like, so the rubber is negating impact to just a lesser degree when it when or when it's coming in contact with hockey. Uh, no, no, no. I would think that wherever hockey, time. yeah, no, I why think wherever. Why does, he, he, why does so, it hurt him? Why does hockey hurt him? Yeah, 
If, well, if well, because when we saw it, a he didn't have hockey to block Garp's punch either, yeah. and Garp, you know, just punches him in the head and he gets a fat ass knot or whatever, you know, and and he just calls it his fist of love. But yeah, uh, it's, but I feel like it's still the same effect as when Blackbeard would, hits him. There's I would no say rubber. that it's I would say that it's just on the contact point, it's negated. So where he's getting punched yeah. right at that point. Yeah. is where it's no longer acting as rubber and you're taking like a hit to the flesh at that point unless you use hockey to you know yeah. counteract it but whereas when Blackbeard, Blackbeard your touches whole body you, normal everything everything <clears throat> yeah. and there's no and there's no like options and because we know but he's still getting hit at one point with re with real force as a real human body so i feel like yeah. it's still the same thing as getting punched with hockey yeah, it's 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 subtly different. Whereas, like, yeah. so when when uh, Luffy is grabbed, Blackbeard's biggest fucking just grabs his whole body with one hand and yeah. smashes him into the ground. So he smashes him like head first, and yeah. his head takes all that damage. Yeah. But he's grabbed right in the stomach area. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah, And so, right. so yeah, I mean, and it's more to it, and, and that's just like uh, the effect on that type of paramecia. Since there's so many other types, like, just think about like. You know, uh, you're Mr. Three, I don't know, for lack of better. You you get grabbed, you're not going to be able to generate any candle wax at all. It's more so than your body's not just turning. You, you can't uh, even use the ability at all. Whereas, like with Kairoseki, and if you're in the water, you can still use your ability. You're just weakened. Like when Luffy's whereas, underwater in Arlong and they pull his head and stretch his head out of the water. Yeah. Or, or you know, when he's in the bubble fighting fucking Hody Jones and he could do the fucking, uh, you know, whatever the Culverin was when it's not in Gear 4, Snake yeah. Arm, something or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and <laughs> he was actually going into the ocean and, you know, you could see him wince or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a difference of full yeah. negation versus like... like Spot yeah, negation. Like when he grabs you, is like actually making you a non-devil fruit user. Exactly. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Like, and he grabs, you know, Ace too, right in the shoulder, and, and Ace is surprised, and he's like, he "Yeah, goes he's right away, like, yo, yeah, you canceled my shit." And that's this isn't hockey because yeah. e even if you grab my arm with hockey, I should still be able to disperse. Elsewhere. You could punch me. You could punch me and hit me with force in in a fire. You know, just hit the fire and hurt it. Yeah. But. If you grabbed me, I should still be able to just disperse or whatever, and in you know, like in response, like yeah, use your power. I, that's that's the way I would take it. So yeah, but I mean, we kind of got off because I wanted to go back to this um, where mirroring this where Shanks would die would be. I, I just think we need more big deaths. The other the other people are who could die in place of Shanks would be Garp or Sabo. If any one of those three die, those yeah. would be huge, Garp, Sabo, or or Shanks. And I think we need one of those. And that's what makes me like the going around the, uh, you know, again, because they're going to kind of, the crew is going to mirror Roger's crew in many, many, many ways, a lot of ways, as many ways as any other crew would. And yeah. Roger didn't Roger didn't find Raftal on his first time through. He had to go, t go through a second time. And, uh, you know. <laughs> well. I don't know. I, I like the theory. I don't know right, if I want it. That's really if Shanks, is, if Shanks is gonna die, then he's got to fight at full power first. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Which is that gonna be against? Um, Blackbeard and I, I don't know. Like yeah. that's, that that makes that's just what makes some sense. Is that because uh, if 
So Shanks is on some kind of decent terms with the world government since he walked in there and talked to him. And yeah. you think that conversation is probably about what's transpiring right now and what Shanks is like, here is the outcome of what's going to happen. Like, I know more than you guys on this or whatever, and you should really listen to my suggestion on what the fuck's going to happen when Luffy and Kaido fight, Big Mom, you know, maybe he's predicted all of this or a, a lot of it where he gets the government involved he gets involved you know marco and the, like i just think like a lot of other factions are going to get involved in this because just seeing luffy I, I would love it that'd be the number one thing i want to see more than anything is just luffy figure out a way to one v one kaido hard body him and win but yeah. it's hard to see that that's going to happen right now and yeah and, and i so, agree so as it the, should be yeah as yeah. it should be but but yeah i think that um I don't know. It just kind of makes a lot of sense. The the we need another time skip to bridge the gap here. I would um, love that. I would love that personally. I'm a, I'm a, I'm 100 on board for that. You know, and there Luffy is 19. You know, Zoro's 21. Sanji's 21. You know, they're still really fucking young. You know, yeah, like and yeah. and it's it'd be cool. You know, if they if they. I don't know. I just, I just don't see how they can get to Raftel at the same age as they're right now. Like this whole story, this, this fucking 30 year old, 30, 30 year long story only took place over two years. Like we, <laughs> I just feel like there needs to be some more time, you know, going through. I agree. What so you, what that was mine. That's mine, yeah. but I'm, I'm done with that. Cause that was a long one. Oh no. It's, yeah, that's, that's no, good. I like that. But, I like but that's, that that, I just, I, it's the only thing that really kind of makes the most sense to me, even though I don't really want it to have, I don't know. It's I'm on the fence about it. I like the idea and I yeah. also, but I'll always want Luffy to just hard body win and yeah. steal on you to death. And that's it. You know, just, yeah. I mean, just jet Gatling the, to how I beat, beat Lucci is just like, you know, like it was just so, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I've ever, you know, felt that way on any other of his fights thus far. I mean, yeah, that was big. And maybe it's just the difference of the time where it's like I watched the anime up to NA Slavi and didn't know anything about it at that time. And I saw the anime and I didn't start reading the manga till, you know, whatever, Thriller Bark or Shivandi. So maybe that's another thing is that we know, you know, like you read Katakuri versus, and I mean, toy animation was better uh, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, like that was still I, a really good fight, it though. Was. Katakuri, they, yeah on youtube you know not actually, not actually <laughs> yeah. on, on the anime uh, yeah. same with like the cracker fight like the cracker fight is long as fuck you gotta yeah. go watch it on youtube and it's still like fucking an hour and a half long or more mm. like you're like how how many episodes was this is this, this was two chapters this was literally 20 episodes to finish this fight like man if yeah. somebody ain't, ain't calling a spirit bomb in this next episode i don't know <laughs> what are we waiting for you know eagle what do you want to see happen well, I don't know. I mean, I I want to see. I mean, I know I've always felt Marco will show up. I never got the vibe that he wouldn't. I know he said he wasn't going to, but I like I've always just had that feeling like you got to come. Marco has to come. Thematically, it would fit. Luffy has to tell him Ace's final words. Yeah. And uh, and like. You know, especially with this recent development, like we need as many, many motherfuckers as we can get because we got two Yonko crews to go up against now. But I'm not, I'm not of the, of the, of the side that claims that like a Yonko needs to follow this arc. Like if we go three Yonko arcs without beating one, like that's just, 
in my yeah. opinion, like stagnating the story for no reason, because yeah. while it, while it does need to make sense, it is like a very common theme and shown in where you're overcoming these obstacles. And that's really at the end of the day, what these characters have been set up to be is obstacles that Luffy needs to overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is what I, what I was saying with the Roger shit too, is like, yeah, Roger had that long ass journey, but Roger wasn't Luffy. You know, he wasn't the chosen one at the promised time at the promised era with all the fucking the turning of the tides in the world with fucking, you got Alabasta where the, the, the Royal family starting to get up, you know, ask questions in the fucking higher ups of this shit and more of the world I feel like is in turmoil. It's really just the prophesied time. That's yeah. why Roger, I mean, if Roger was Luffy, he would only need to go around once. But yeah. I like that. It's I like just, that a lot. That's like, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. When a Yonko falls, I'm not mad at it. Cause that's at the end of the day, they're here to be beaten. So that's a really good point. I just really want Kaido to follow this arc. And also big mom, I don't know what Oda's going to do with him because I also <laughs> feel like if she's in these fucking story for three arcs straight, it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Like this bitch needs to get out of the story. And everybody's like, oh, well, she needs to come to Elbath. Da, 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 da. The Giants hate her. She doesn't need to come to Elbath. <laughs> she doesn't. They don't want her back. It's like, they have, they don't want her big ass back. <laughs> so it's like. She so it's ate like, people there. <laughs> yeah, like, legit. Like, that one giant went back and told her, like, this bitch is a cannibal, G. We all want her back. And she'll uh, sing a song while she eats you. And <laughs> act like it's the funnest time ever. I think something I wouldn't mind seeing is, like, I've heard, you know, like Luffy kind of teams up with some people to go against Kaido and that kid goes after Big Mom. And I think if, if that's what Oda wants to do, where two Yonko are going to fall to keep that juxtaposition between Kid and Luffy, where like they are, like if he wants to keep Kid on the same level portrayal wise as Luffy, he's going to have to play as big or bigger of a part in this Yonko takedown shit, you know? Yeah. yeah, he he ain't doing nothing. Like, he, there's no reason for him to fight Big Mom. You know, but like, it's, they don't have any beef. Like, it, it, fucking. Well, you know he who, never had well, any beef with any of them. He was just trying to fuck them all up. Well, but now he does have beef with Queen in particular, and it would make sense if Killer and fucking Kid fought Queen. Um, and mm. well, okay, let me tell you why. Uh, Queen is the one who's imprisoned Kid the whole time, and he's the one that broke Killer and tore, and then you know gave him the, they he well, no, that has was a, a bad smile. Orochi mm. fed him the leftover smiles. That's what he does. I think yeah, that I think yeah, that but, is what but it said. Queen Queen is the torch. It was torturing him um, in in prison, right? Like I'm pretty sure Queen is the one that is, is a sadistic, and he enjoys. Oh no, that's King. Isn't King the one? King, who- well, that's what they were saying when they were talking shit to each other at first. But I really think, as far as we saw, the prison is lax as fuck, and they just have you running blocks back and forth all day. There's yeah. no way. I mean, people would get out. Like, I just that you bringing up Killer just just made me think of something else that I I feel like I want to see. So they kind of like made, you know, this might be like a little like Oda seed being sown, but Chopper talking about how easy it was to cure the mummification bullet. Chopper and Ma are definitely doing the like gene manipulation shit they did. Like they literally did the same thing on Punk Hazard with the kids where they had that molecular like level of addiction yeah. to their disease and yeah. Law was able to kind of like separate that on an you know on an atomic level. Yeah. Atomic level where yeah. he was able to fuck with their genes, put them back together and now they that addictive you know that strain of fucking the drug or whatever he took out 
Yeah, I would love to see Chopper, Chopper and Law. Like and find yeah, him. I would love. And to I think see. they'll do the same thing with the Smile People. Yeah, dude, that would be so cool to see. I didn't, I hadn't even thought about that until right now. But yeah, they totally did do that on Punk Hazard. That would be so cool. Yeah, I mean, they can't just. I mean, Killer's not going to walk around laughing like an idiot for the rest of the no. story. No, and he's not <laughs> just. They're not just gone. You know, yeah. like they they just can't leave it like this. You know, like kids definitely going to come back in a pivotal moment. Killer is uh, going to get you know fixed at some point i would think you know i would think that the first time we see kid and killer killer will be fixed but we won't know how at that time and you'll get a flashback to show you know whatever law law fixed him or something whatever i kind of am starting to gravitate towards back to like my original setup of like fights because i always thought it might be uh like team ups across the board so it it would be like (coughs) luffy law kid against kaido mm-hmm. and then like zoro and killer 2v1 king Ooh. uh sanji and fucking uh beppo maybe or like you know john Bart. Sanji and beppo would be cool because beppo Going kicks fucking you queen you know yeah so it's like i just i just really don't know what the hell's gonna happen now yeah. especially with the introduction of big mom's forces into this i thing. know dude like it if she calls Whole Cake Island like kind of curry pull up, yeah, <laughs> like what is we going to do? Where is the where is Big Mom's people right now? Because you would think that if they've been separated for this long, that they would be wreaking havoc throughout this entire island trying to find their boss. Yeah, uh, Peril Sparrow and Waterfall. Nah, Peril Sparrow and Smoothie are trying to fucking. Hey, nah, I run this shit now. I'm the oldest, and he's like, I'm stronger than you, so fuck you. You know, yeah. like they, they had that, you know, kind of dialogue yeah, at one point. So, but that that was funny that they're Peril Sparrow stronger than Smoothie. No, no, Smoothie saying that to Peril Sparrow because Peril oh, Sparrow okay. says yeah. I run this shit now because I'm yeah. Big Mom's first son. I'm yeah. the oldest. But yeah. uh, you know, smoothie's like, nah, fuck that. It goes I'm by way stronger rank. Than you yeah, it goes by that. rank, not fucking age. That's why me, fucking cracker and Katakuri, you know, Katakuri's clearer than the new captain, if that were thing, but she's alive. But you know, yeah. it was just a good conversation that they had, you know. Which, also, Hannibal made a comment about how Big Mom's road pony glyph is like totally wide open at the crib right now. Well they don't oh, Katakuri's there. Yeah, he caught uh, a curry's there, but but and don't snack. you think? Or no, 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 snacks with them. I think I saw a snack. But don't you? Don't you think Blackbeard? Somewhere. Don't you think Blackbeard would kind of be like hot curry can't fight all of us? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he Kata might, Kata he might be, he might be going to whole cake right now. He Blackbeard might be going to whole cake, time. but he could just as well be headed to Wano because. Yeah. I, I feel like he'd move to whole cake first. He's more of like an underhanded, like while you looking over here, I'm gonna do some shit over here type cat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But he, he doesn't seem like he would want to. I mean, like Marine Ford's a little bit different because he wanted that Gura Gura, but like I feel well, like he would be like, and, I'm gonna bounce over here. And if Blackbeard kills Katakuri, uh, Luffy respected Katakuri, and it would still, you know, just give another little, you know, you know, a little notch on the I'm, I need to fuck Blackbeard's belt, you know, like yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck him uh, up. Big about to die. Katakuri taking over the crew and joining the uh, Straw Hat Grand Fleet. Okay, okay, <laughs> could happen. Could happen. <laughs> That's what yeah. I've wanted to see ever since I saw, you know, their little, the end of the fight yeah. where they kind of acknowledged each other. I'm like, yo, Katakuri yeah. taking over the crew, joining the fleet. Let's oh, go. Oh, that's another thing. That fleet's showing up to this. You think, though? Yeah. I've I feel heard like, I feel like the military is coming, the, and so is, is that fleet. The, uh, this, this is like yeah. the big event. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what that, I was thinking. I think that was more so, like, kind of said to be, like, end war. And it's also, like, hasn't been that long since Dressrosa. So they... 
I don't know how you justify them getting like a whole lot stronger. But from what we it's saw the in the numbers, Rosa, like, are they really doing much here? It's the numbers. Well, King, yeah, King punches, King Punch is doing damage. King to Punch them. is wrecking shit, but yeah, like to a lot of people. Man, King Punch, that uh, y'all wait, can't wait till the tie-in episode. He needs to wait to see my like <laughs> boxing on the battlefield. <laughs> it's gonna pop off right when he hit it. Like, I don't want to see no, no shit on the battlefield where you're like. Oh no, he's pulling up with King Punch. Shadow box on the boat on the way up. <laughs> yeah. Have a couple on deck. Like that'd be something to tight to see if he could maybe like stock up his King Punches and Ooh. <laughs> yeah, no, like them in succession, but that'll probably never happen. He's yeah. pulling up with King Punch ready. But yeah. Big Mom got that Elbaf Spear, G. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, none of the fleet can really like. I mean, there's not anybody in the fleet who could fight like uh, a Jack or Queen or King. You know, no, no. I mean, even Bartolomeo would. Just I was about hide. to say Bartolomeo is going to be the the tightest, the yeah. tightest one. Man, what if man Bartolomeo's power could be so broken? What if he just puts you in a glass box and fucking constricts that bitch into smashes you into pieces? You know, like perfect cube. That. I think we might have perfect cube. Do something like that at one point. Put himself in a cube where Hakuba couldn't get in, you know. So like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think Bartolomeo there was could some be point tight. Where, like, I don't know if he actually because One Piece isn't savage like that. I don't know if he really compressed their ass, but I think there was an instance <laughs> where he was kind of constricting somebody in. Oh, I think that was Derringer, maybe. Uh, Derringer goofass. Forgot oh, all about him. Bro, I mean, how do you Mermaid have... Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy looking ass. Bro, <laughs> bro, bro. He's, got, he's got short shorts on that are like scaly and high With heels. And like a motherfucker. Yeah, stilettos. Fish, fishman. I, I, man, that's a character where you're like, man... Oda. What's going on here? He on his barnacle boy. Oda Oda does some shit with these characters, and yeah. you know a lot of a lot of characters got really tight designs, and then other ones I'm like, all right, well you dug into your you know Django bag for this one. I remember Django. Yeah, but do you remember them? That's yes. the point. There, there, oh, yeah. that's, that's the point. One, two, Django. You know. Yeah. Like, but the, yeah, throw, I think throw the, the throw the chakrams. You know, that's like yeah. one of the starting of of where mm-hmm. you're like. All right, I know we're getting some weird ass characters. In you could say what you want to be like, you know, and I was just talking about this, this in, in a group chat on Twitter. Like you could say what you want about One Piece character designs, but you remember those motherfuckers. Yeah. You know? This well, might and- be a parallel arc where we see something along the lines of the Davy back fight, though, where Soro and Sanji actually uh, have a moment where they flex their like flawless teamwork when they actually want to fucking work together. Yeah. And I would love I to, need see to see that. that. You again. I'd I would like to see that, man. I would love to see the no sword style again. And all that i want to see ashura man god i want to see ashura again so i'm neither here nor there about ashura i've i've never honestly never known if we'd see it again it might but we did get we got two abilities i mean i figure if it's a ogi we should see it again but i mean like ichibugen versus kaku like when when we got that i was like that needs to be his ult forever and then we got like one more i think we got like makusen against like kuma on on shibandi and then that was like it and i was like and I feel like because of the gap in time between the last time we saw that, because Oda made a really big deal about that ability and how, like, the demonic aura inside of him, like, you know, tethered to Sandai Kitetsu, you know, was, like, such a big deal. I feel like he's been sitting on that for a while. And he's like, when you see this Ashura shit again, fam, 
you know, like I feel like that might might be something that would be really cool to see. So being that Ashra is before the time skip, like it, you'd have to see some kind of beefed up version of Ashra. And what do you do? You know, more heads and more arms and stuff. So like I don't think you go there. You, Ichi gorilla, knee gorilla, Ashra. San gorilla, young gorilla, go down all the arms. Whoa, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Q gorilla, or no, it would be. It would be Q is Q is nine. I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, but he's no. not gonna go gorilla in his head. <laughs> well, no, and it's, it's nine sword style. It's not nine arm style. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. The mouth swords. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So it would be six. It would be six arms. It would be yeah. Roku gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, it was, you know, it'd be some or <laughs> yeah. be so hard. Yeah, I mean, I just hope to see you know new techniques like kind yeah. of across the board. But uh, the thing oh, we're getting those, yeah, for sure. And and um, talking about you know the, the thing that made sense to start out with is you know Luffy fights Kaido, Zoro fights King, Sanji fights Queen, you know, and then I'd say Jim, hierarchy. Yeah, I'd say Jinbei fights Jack. But uh, uh, if we Fishman to Fishman, yeah, yeah, that's a McFish sandwich over at. Uh, <laughs> Two for a dollar. <laughs> two for a dollar. You don't oh, want no. two fish sandwiches for a dollar. You no, you do you not run die. away. Run away from two fish sandwiches <laughs> for a dollar. That's the most suspect shit I ever heard of my fucking yeah. life. Yeah. No next was too long about to get up in Jack's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, the, yeah, the, no, no, the no, no. I like that better. I like, yeah, yeah I like that. I like that better, Eagle. Yeah, they yeah, but yeah. the plunge buddy's cheeks out <laughs> but it, just, it made sense too for me you know and i talked about it before sanji fighting you know queen because queen's gonna be the biggest being the brachiosaurus and like you yeah. know like sanji fought wadatsumi and kicked the shit out of his giant uh, ass and, straight like, up. and yeah and it's like he that's what uh, he does oh man we see it. if we see a the diablo jumble anti-man or kick course i can't that's wait. gonna be hard that's gonna, that's be, gonna hard. be hard i don't know what, what, like, how, how long are we running on time here I think we are running a little bit long. Well, we spot. should probably, yeah. Okay. It's uh, yeah, it's it's been a while, and we kind of you know shit can get. Uh, one piece can one piece can just go forever, dog. Yeah, man, can take five <laughs> hours if we let it, it go. Yeah, that's yeah. all we gotta say. So, yeah, we're running a little bit long on time, so we'll just go ahead and wrap it up here. I think you know we got a little bit of good speculation in from all of us on what we kind of want to go down based on yeah. the current goings on. Yeah, and um. With that being said, it's just, it's been a fantastic week in Jump yet again. I mean, a little bit moving more into transitional stuff now. Like we said, it's yeah. going to, you know, where eventually we're going to hit a low where everything's not slapping so hard. But yeah. for now, uh, as far as transitional shit goes, it's just like Hachimaru and uh, um, Hero. So, and everything else is still kind of popping off. Yeah. So. I feel like we got maybe like two more chapters of conflict at, at max in Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. yeah, and then, then it's gonna settle down, and we'll get and, some info yeah. dump type shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. But uh, yeah, it's been a great week. Any final thoughts before we go into the uh, to the spiel out? Yeah, no, I think I think I'm good, man. I'm all good. right. Well, with that being said, thank you all so much for watching yet again. If you did uh, like the video, if you like the video, comment down below. Of course, we'd like to discuss things with you. Subscribe, hit that noti bell. We'll chirp you whenever we. You know, we release the tangential tie-ins on Fridays. You know, whatnot. Knocks it yeah, dude. schedule. But, yes, like I said, thank you for your viewership. Like I said at the beginning, thank you for the constructive criticism and feedback on everything as well. Discord link in the box down below, as I said as well. That'll be in the link tree. 
so follow that you can you can also find twitters and stuff like that social media platforms that we all have on there in the link tree and as noxie said at the beginning of this at the show and i forgot to we are also on anchor uh spotify soon to be itunes other pla- uh, platforms for podcasts and stuff like that what was what was the other one stitcher um we got stitcher you got like Podbean. i think is another one anchor anchor does the most it just pumps your it pumps your audio out to like all of the different platforms so you'll see us everywhere pretty soon here perfect yeah so you uh you working boys got no nothing to complain about now you can right spotify link while you're fucking at work and go ahead throw that on so yeah join the discord join the community like the video subscribe all that good stuff and with that being said this is going to be another fantabulous episode of the project manga podcast wrapping up i'm your host eagle I'm Kiko, and to my crew with a suit right here, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Noxie. Sarabada.